now transmitting the Mint Condition Podcast. Everybody. Welcome to episode number 256 of the Mink Dish Podcast right here on Podbean, Stitcher, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, that's where we are and that's where we're going to be. Yes. I am Scott the Boss Savage along with... Oh, 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 Sweet Wade. And... Joe. You know, I really... Real quick, um, there were more batteries on the bed. Did, did one of them go up your ass, Scott? No. Maybe two? No. I think there was at least five on there. <clears throat> no, I was full when I got here. I don't know. I think they. I think wait. I think they're weights. Also, apologize if you hear hammering or bowling, whatever, because the neighbors Running. are the loudest fucking neighbors on earth. But so. Joe. But Joe. Earth. But Joe. Earth. But Joe. I'm a little disappointed. Because Why are you this, disappointed? Because this being the holiday episode, I thought you you were gonna be Joe or some shit like that. But uh, that's what the ladies do during Christmas time. Joe. Joe. That's, Joe. That's the women that like Joe. They're the Joe ho hos. Sorry, Joe's girlfriend. Yeah, I'm not saying she's nice. That was a. Can, can I say her name on on the podcast? I mean, we have. He, he's okay. He has. <laughs> I couldn't remember. Sorry, Kelly. I, that was just a joke. You're not. Canada. Remember we made a joke. You're, Canada. Oh, yeah. You're you're, you're 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 not a hoe. I I, I know that. But you're also not a Joe. That's a Joe. That's a joke. But this is our. Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. It's always painful. Holiday special. Oh, oh, what, what do they call it in Star Wars? Whoa, Life Day. Life Day. That's what this is. Forget what I just said. This is the Minkendish uh, Life Day special. Only this doesn't suck. No, it does. Mm, according to bad. Twitter, it does. Well, yeah. Well, according, according to Twitter, because, <laughs> I mean, this is a podcast that's just full of plot holes. It fixes mistakes that didn't need to be fixed. But it also doesn't listen to the critics. It doesn't listen to the critics, and its return is was really, really lame. So I'm told. <clears throat> so I'm told, yeah. Because I don't know if you know this, but Twitter reviews are like the Sith. They deal in absolutes. Yes. It's either, it's either the best thing ever or... It is literally dog shit, as someone I read. I'm like, I don't know if it's dog shit. Have you seen the holiday special? Well, my Have you seen well, not only that of the clones. Well, not only that, but like, what did they go into this movie expecting? Olivier? A lot of people think like it's gonna be like Shakespeare, even though like this whole thing was based they're on fucking, Flash Gordon. They're and fucking Fuck kids' Rogers. movies. Stop ex. Stop. I, <clears throat> I said this is a Star Trek. I said it. To be th- fair, it does kind of follow a lot of Shakespeare tropes. But still, I said this on <laughs> Facebook. I said this oh, on. Hold on. I said this on Facebook. Richard I'm gonna say it again. I'm gonna say. It. I said this on Facebook. I'm gonna say it again. Do not expect kid franchises to grow up with you. They are meant for a demographic, not you specifically. As I said. <clears throat> you are Matthew McConaughey in Days and Confused. The the franchises are high school girls. You get older, they stay the <clears throat> same age. Or, yes, they do. 
Oh, yes, but it did. is very Shakespeare because the Jedi are obviously the Capulets. And the sure. Sith are. What are the other ones? The Montagues. Well, Montagues. I don't think that. Montagues. To be fair, I don't think the Capulets actually, like, keep fucking up the whole galaxy. Okay, so that's. <laughs> I'm just gonna be real. <clears throat> so the Capulets are the Sith. <clears throat> uh, I guess. I just. Why are you picking Romeo and Juliet? It's, like, one of the worst plays that he did. <laughs> Uh, because everyone knows it. <clears throat> yeah, so? so well, you gotta, you gotta hit people where they live, No, man. you gotta hit them where it's most accurate, and if they don't know it, they need to look at the footnotes, then go do some research, and find what we're referencing. Because that's what people like to do for fun. Research. School. Books. Text. Yeah, that's what this podcast was built on. Research. Yeah. Reference books, y'all. Every Dictionaries. The only research we do is like Dictionaries, Thesaurus, Encyclopedia Britannica. You, you, know. you didn't know that every podcast is actually just an abstract for a longer, longer paper that I've been writing out every week. Did you know? And with all these footnotes and stuff. Did you know that there, you know how there's Urban Dictionary? Yeah. Did you know there's an Urban Thesaurus? Is there really? It doesn't yeah. surprise me. <clears throat> there is one. That. Blew my mind. I did not know that was real. I, yeah. I, I swear to God, if you tell me you're kidding, I'm going to punch you. I'm not. You. I saw it. Okay. I saw it. I saw, I saw it. You seen it? I seen it. You know what? You know what? Just to prove Wade, to see if Wade's lying or not, I'm going to look that up. But yeah, we're going to talk about Star Wars, Rise of Jedi. Rise of Jedi. Rise, Rise of Jedi. Jedi. If you notice all the third movies. Oh my God. <laughs> he's right. There is an urban thesaurus. If you all know, right. If you notice all the third movies of the trilogy start with ours. Cool. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It's the rise. I guess yeah. the the revenge. Well, yeah, but if you do so, the return. Well, yeah, but if you do alphabetical, like usually the word the doesn't count. If you do it alphabetically, they're all in order because they're all s's. Fuck you. It's true though. I can't yeah, argue right, with that logic. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. I did see like now people are posting their rankings of Star Wars. I didn't. I did. Of course like they one. are. I like the moment. It was like a new hope. Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Phantom Menace. They listen them all in the, the order release, <laughs> and I was like, "That's funny." And then here's here's my here's my rankings alphabet alphabetically, and just all of them just like, yeah, it's just. And here's my order by length. Yeah, and then here's the other order by uh, num- <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say by, I was gonna say and here and here's another one Yaw. by Ewok appearances. And here's mine. Jar Jar appearances. Phantom Menace, number one. Well, in, no, he's in He's in uh, Attack of the Clones. Well, if you think about it... In, in order of least all, to greatest weight measured in stone. Well, if anything, they're all... They're all... They all have Jar Jar Banks because we all know secretly Jar Jar Banks was the Sith Lord that controlled everything. <laughs> oh, I love oh, that theory oh, so much. Oh, uh, there's, I also saw one. It was in order of ones that George Lucas actually directed. It was a short list. Yeah, it was like... Three, what, like four. Four of them. Yeah. Did he do the uh, prequel three? All three of them. Yeah. Oh wow. That's okay. why they're bad. I'm just saying. No I, I didn't know like he George. did all three of them. There's no one to say like George. You can't. So I, you I know can't he did film the first draft of the script. <laughs> Was it even a draft? George. If you watch George. the scenes, he does write them in a room you, and comes out. <laughs> Here's the draft. George, you've had like 12 years. You can't tell me you didn't write a second draft. <laughs> I think he just wrote it over a long weekend. Probably. On vacation. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did. I did. Yeah, well, I um I thought that, you know, the 
the kids. It's kind of like the Clone like, Saga. Uh, yeah. From, that's why George Lucas is in the 90s. After Star Wars, I thought, you know, my big dream is to do Red Tails. Yeah. And, uh, I know it sucked, but, uh, I got to do it. So, you know, wow. wins for me. Hey. We get Georgia, like, fucking, like, planes. And flying things. Just be a pilot, George. You've got enough money now. You got, in the mortal words of Virgil, dude, you already got that fuck money, man. You got that Disney. You got to use that meat sauce you got, and you got to go flying. He was, he was supposed to like make a movie, but no, no, he says he, I'm gonna make movies, but no one's gonna see him because I just want to watch him. Does he? And I'm like, you're not making. You know movies, what? Dude. Hold on, give me a second. I want to go in George Lucas's you're IMDb. Sitting there eating s'mores or some shit. I don't know. Because he like, was aside from American like, graffiti, aside from was? aside from Star Wars, yeah, yeah, American Graffiti and fucking THX. What the fuck has he done? Uh, uh, the Lucasfilm design, right? He did THX. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, he did. That's why why they the got original the original one. Yeah, yeah, because that's why they got the whole why it's called THX. Skywalker and then, and then blow out your fucking ears. That fucking well, he wrote. He's written a lot of stuff. He's only directed eighteen things. Well, you got to like him, only. Spielberg, John Milley. They were all like buddies, so only. like he worked on their movies. Okay, so other, so not counting like shorts and behind the scenes I stuff. Worked, I think he worked on Indiana Jones. He only directed. Um, he did not. Oh, he did. Oh, no, no, I'm on underdirected. Sorry. But no, he directed uh, THX, American Graffiti, <clears throat> A New Hope, and the um, the prequel trilogy. That's it. That yeah. is all he's fucking directed. Oh, and he also. Uh, yeah, he's, added, a, he's more of a producer. Well, if anything, he also added a bunch of shit into the original trilogy in the special edition. <laughs> Does that count? I'm going to g- roll with it. Also, he, it looks like he executive produced a lot of episodes of Young Indiana Jones as yes, well. Yeah. Which, yeah. uh, I've never <clears throat> seen that, but, uh, well, if you've seen it, you know, let us know. Right, well, we are going to talk about Rise of Skywalker. We're going to talk first via... Mandalorian's spoiler. still good. Yeah, spoiler-free review. Uh, I do have to give <clears throat> one spoiler, though. Um, Baby Yoda uh, honestly does not appear in, in Rise of Skywalker. It's not one of those things where they tell you, oh, yeah, we're not doing that, and then we totally did it. And then we're like, ha-ha, it's a twist. We got you. Like when they said that uh, Khan wasn't going to be in the Star Trek movie, and Ben and the Khan were like, I'm not playing Khan. Khan's not in the movie. I'm not Khan. And then Khan was in the movie, and he played And they're like, ha-ha, we got you. We totally fooled you. You didn't expect it because, because we Khan, lied. Wait, are you it's talking about that time they did that James Bond movie called Spectre, and... And Christoph Waltz was like, I'm totally not this dude. And he totally was that yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Daniel I, Craig was like, I'm not James Bond. I'm not going to play James Bond again. And then he does No Time to Die or whatever. That one is a little tricky because from what I heard, he really was going then, to give it but up. But then they're like, let me back up this uh, this this truck of money yeah. to your front door. Oh, oh, oh. Hopefully, I'll do, I'll do it. I'll say this. With that being said, J.J. Abrams is officially one of the most honest film directors in Hollywood. Because he said it wasn't going to be in it, <clears throat> and it wasn't. Yeah. He didn't lie. He didn't make it up. He didn't... There wasn't I mean, like frankly, a, he put Palpatine on the poster. So there wasn't like, there shit, wasn't like a... Uh, no, I'm talking about Baby Yoda. Oh. No, I'm saying, like, he didn't... Baba you know, Yaga. There wasn't... He wasn't listed. He wasn't, you know... He wasn't <clears throat> an Easter egg in the movie. He wasn't in a mid- or post credit scene. Spoiler alert on that one. There is none. So if you haven't watched it yet, and, you, <clears throat> and you're one of those people like me who waits around, there isn't one. So... 
If I can save, if I can save someone some time to be able to get to their car and get home safely, I'd like to. I like to pay that forward. Yeah. But we are doing a spoiler-free review. But then we're going to go into spoilers, which Joe will step out because Joe has not seen the movie. No. <clears throat> yeah. No. Yeah. So, just general thoughts, Scott. What are your general thoughts on Rise? I, I loved it. I I thoroughly enjoyed every second of it. I didn't, you know, I, I hear a lot of things about plot holes and this and that. Honestly, when I watched the movie, I was sucked in from beginning to end. When you start off with the fucking chase and you work your way all the way to the end, like, for me, I was not taken out of the movie for a second. I was I went along for the ride. You know, I laughed. I cried. I was. Sh- I had moments of shock. I had moments of joy, happiness. Yes. I mean, I went through all the emotions, and you know what? If that makes me not, not you know, not credible because I'm quote unquote not a movie guy, that you can take your movie buff status and shove it up your ass because I like to be entertained. I don't get. I like arts, artistic stuff. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate the art forms and whatnot. But at the end of the day. It's entertainment, and I was entertained, and it. I I, I paid my money <clears throat> to buy a ticket. I got my ticket. I sat in the theater, and I watched it, and I I felt like I got my money's worth. And at the end of the day, I think that's something that not only is most important, but I think it's something that a lot of people, and not just in movies, but in general, I think a lot of people need to like sit down and just accept, like you know, like as long as you got your money's worth. Doesn't matter what other people say, as long as you got your money's worth, what, what what's to complain about? See, now you told me you liked it, and that affects how it feels to me. Now I feel like I a, didn't get my money's worth. But I'm, but I'm not because a, you were entertained by it. But I'm not a critic. I know I don't listen to the critics. Well, but I'm not a critic, so you have to listen to me. I'll just say this: it was the worst Star Wars movie, despite having great action. Despite having a great conclusion, great character moments, it was the worst movie ever made. Why are you yelling? Because on Twitter. Oh, okay, fair enough. I enjoyed the movie. Uh, it's he not, speaks in all caps. It's not my favorite Star Wars movie, by any means. I, I all did I know have, is that, that that one shot like where they're showing Driver and and Ray on this thing, and there's like water everywhere. Yeah. Oh, that looks cool as Unbelievable. Let's just say this. It made me wet. Uh, oh my god, they were wet too. Joe, when you see when you Moist. see when you see that Moist. fight, when you see that fight, it's really good. <laughs> yes, it's good stuff. Uh, I will say about the movie is, yeah, it can be messy at times. There's some some story things we'll get into. The first, I was not digging, but there's also one thing. It was jarring the first twenty minutes. It felt like Jar Jar Binks. It felt like the movie wasn't fast forward the entire time because they just. It feels like they crammed a lot of like, two movies into one. That's why I was like, "Oh, we're, oh whoa, okay, she's trained." Oh, no, like, two minutes later, she's now on a mission. Like, like I felt- mean, I liked it because I, I, cause I to me, because to me, at the very least, the the, ch- the 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 them chasing the Millennium Falcon. You know, you start off with a bang. You get into because think about it, a lot of Star Wars movies do start off with like it's kind. It starts off kind of like somewhat quiet. You know, diplomatic like talking. Well, shit. this one starts this, dark this one, and creepy. This one, yeah, this one's just like this was just like. First, we're gonna we're gonna scare the we're gonna make you shit your pants. Yes, and then we're gonna fucking just uh, you know balls. We're just gonna we're just I think hundred miles an hour. That said, after the first twenty minutes, once you get used to how how fast paced it is, you're good the rest of the movie. Yeah, it, you know what it was like. It felt to me, like this is is this are we watching this is this in fast forward for some reason. And the thing is, is like I know it's not as long as it, but it gave me a vibe of uh, Avengers Endgame uh-huh. with how long it was, but the way it was paced, you didn't feel like it was that long because 
you know, some things might have gone fast, but, like, it never felt boring. It never dipped. It never – and I don't mean, like, you know, it didn't have, like, slow moments. But what mm. I mean is it didn't it didn't lose your interest. There was enough going on to keep you hooked. And, again, this was a shorter movie than Endgame, I'm sure. Yeah. I can't imagine them doing a, a, a three-hour Star Wars movie. But, you know, it, it keeps you I engaged care. the whole time. You're <clears> – <throat> I don't know – I don't know what other people were looking for when they watched this movie. They're expecting Shakespeare, but not, don't but, realize that this is also these movies were inspired by Buck Rogers. But like, as I'm watching like it, that. like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really like getting into everything. Like, it's almost like I'm allowing myself to to like get into the movie. It's almost like I'm a fan. <clears throat> well, you know, it's <clears throat> almost like it's almost like watching a movie as a fan rather than trying to pretend you're fucking Siskel and Ebert and you're looking for you know you're <laughs> well, looking for dead, so you're looking for this you know the cinematography, the camera and lighting techniques. It's like fuck you. I just want to watch a fucking movie <clears throat> now. I will say there were some moments where there was like a little bit of uh I like tr- what I call transitional blur. Yeah. Where like the camera would move but like it blurred for a second and then came in. And I know sometimes <clears throat> that's intentional, but there's a few times, particularly the part where um there's the shot of Leia and then they they go pan over to R2. Yeah. And <clears throat> Like, if you notice, when it pans over, it blurs for a second, and then it comes right back. Like, you could definitely tell that was an accident. There was one. But, uh, but there, did there, it take there, me out of the movie? Fuck no. I believe there was an edit blur. There was an edit issue. I believe. I might be wrong. But there's a part where you a spend certain that kind character... spend of money on it. I would hope it was A certain character starts disappearing, right? Right. Hey. And it shows them starting to disappear. Cut to another character, and they cut back. They just start. Like, I feel like they started that disappear too quickly. They, they, mm. They're supposed to cut a little sooner. Stuff like that. Little minor things. My, my, I only have two critiques. I only have two critiques of this movie to to be spoiler free. Uh, number one, one of my spoiler free critiques. Number one is. While I think they they got they did a better job with it, I'm still not a fan of like the way Ray and Kylo Ren communicate <clears throat> with each other yeah. when they're in other places. Like now, like I guess now they're like so much more one with the Force now, where they can actually <clears throat> physically interact with each other. Well, they, they while could, they're not, they, they could in Last Jedi because they, they felt like they touched Kylo, each other. No, like Kylo time. felt rain on his glove. Yeah, <clears throat> but like, but it wasn't. It, it was very <clears throat> unimpressive in yeah. Last Jedi. It was more. It, not only was it more impressive this time around, but, like, they actually used it. It wasn't just something to do. To Dude. Be, it wasn't something to do to be like, look how artsy we, I, I am. I'm Ryan Johnson. When, when, the fuck his name when is. Adam Driver's on Kajimi and right. uh, Ryan Ray. Johnson. <clears throat> Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Uh, when Kyler Ren's on Kajimi and then um, Ray's on the ship. And they start having a lightsaber fight, and they cut yeah. between two. And scenes. he's trying to figure out where she is. Yeah, because I think they can't see where each other is. Well, she they can feel it. They she, just can't see it. I thought. I thought in the last Jedi, he couldn't see where she was, but she could see where he was. Well, no, I don't know about her, but I know she. He still can't see where she yeah, is. Yeah, and that's what bothers so, him so much. So you know, but the thing is, is like, but through, but like the fact that they're able to actually interact a little more, it's just it's one of those things where it can. The way they did it in in Last Jedi, if it looked really awkward, like it looked, it looked like it looked like a one scene with like shots missing because like it just felt like there should have been some kind of transition in between so it's a, it felt like just jump cuts <clears throat> this one i feel like they figured out how to integrate it more to where it doesn't feel as jarring when they first start doing because i kind of forgot about it mm-hmm. 
it was a little jarring and almost kind of funny because, like, there's just something about... I don't want to be a dick, but Kylo Ren's suit reminds me of, like, a more serious version of Dark Helmet. I was thinking JP from Grandma's Boy. (laughs) But, like... But there will be, like, little moments where, like, they'll just cut to it, and then it starts, and so you just got Kylo Ren just standing there, just, like, <clears throat> doing nothing, and then it happens. Yeah, there was... And I, but that I, was in Last Jedi, too. I do appreciate how J.J. Abrams explains why they're the two that can do it. Yes. They, they give a reason why you've never seen it before until now, why this power is a thing. And that's and that was one of the problems I did have with Last Jedi. I felt like Ryan Johnson was spending too much time trying to, like, do these new things. He didn't, hurt expectations. He didn't spend <clears throat> enough time trying to explain or at least show us in some fashion why this works, why this is happening, how it works. Like, it's basically, like, I think he just wanted to, like, give people abilities and then let us figure it out, but, like, that's not how this works, dude. Well, hold on, and I want to address part of what you said. Um, Not to pick on you, because Wade said it earlier and I picked on him then. Okay. Uh, You are putting a lot of that onus on Ryan Johnson, as a director, and 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 a lot of people blamed him for the things they didn't like in Last Jedi, like all these new powers that they never seen before. But I, I think a good point, like J.J. Abrams is the executive producer of the whole series. You know, Lawrence Kasdan has been involved with writing the whole series. Uh, I, I don't know if he was as involved with Last Jedi, but still, like, there's other people okaying these decisions. Okay. It's not just Ryan Johnson going off and being like, I made my own Star Wars movie. Because there's other people he's got to answer to. I don't care who's responsible. I just don't like it. <clears throat> I, just, um, I just wanted to point that out. Like, everybody put that shit on Ryan Johnson as if he's the only guy in charge of The Last Jedi, which he wasn't. The <laughs> other critique, and this might be a spoiler, so, you know, cover your ears Ear if mouse. you want. Um, at no point does Emperor Palpatine say, complete. <clears throat> no. Um, and that pissed me off. Uh, he says dark side, but he doesn't say it right. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not, not, it's not, it's not, it's not. He says dark, dark. seed. It's not dark side. It, that's, not, that's not a spoiler because he's on the poster. He's in the fucking trailer. <clears throat> and also, well, no, even, some people even might, is connected to the movie. Well, no, but some people might be like waiting for him to say it. You know, <clears throat> you know what, what do I always say movie, franchise movies do now? It's all about, he did the thing. And you know what? I give him credit because this was one of the first few times where they didn't do the thing. Also, and I respect that. I have one thing that's not spoiler, it's spoiler free, but poor Rose. Rose just totally got like the show. When Dar- Dominic Monaghan has never been in a Star Wars movie, he's the guy from uh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. He's okay. one of the hobbits in Lord of the He's the blonde yeah, guy. But who, like, yeah, but who Leia, is he? Leia. But who is he in Star Wars? That's no, what I, I need know. to know. I don't know. He was just he was just on the Rebel. I base. don't know. Either. Okay, that's what I'm saying. That's no. like really because like, I haven't has, seen it. I don't know who he is. He has more lines than Rose. That's ridiculous. Well, first of all, I think they want to get rid of the Rose idea because that was just. I don't think they eye. want to get rid of the Rose idea. I just think they felt like they had to because they didn't want Kelly Marie Tran to keep getting death threats. Yes, true. And also from quote unquote also, fans. Dominic Monaghan was in, in Lost and J.J. Abrams of Lost. You know, whatever. Also, I'm just gonna go ahead. And he was, oh, and he was in oh, the and he was in the jungle. Oh, oh, I know who you're talking yeah. about. That fucking guy. No, he's great. I like yeah. him. And he's, he's a good. He's a great actor. But here's and then it makes you think. The rebels were in like a jungle area. Were they on the island from Lost? Was there black mist? 
Was John Locke just around with, eye, with orange peel in his mouth? I don't know. Is Matthew Fox here? <laughs> Bruce Wayne <laughs> is Batman? Um, so, to talk about how I felt about Star Wars, I saw Knives Out by Ryan Johnson <laughs> the other day. <laughs> uh, uh, before we get into that, is there anything else for the spoiler free? Um, I thought it was great. This, this, don't, I would say this me, is the, I would say, the only thing I would say is don't let uh, don't let somebody else don't listen change to your the critics mind. not just the critics don't <laughs> listen to anybody if you want to watch the movie watch the movie and make your own decision based on your own opinions and your own ideas and what you saw I thought because trust me you'll probably get more enjoyment that I way. I thought it was a great space adventure it was an adventure yeah I think it's the first time you can correct me if I'm wrong is this the first time that Poe, Finn, and Ray are on the screen together. No. No. At the last at the end of Last Jedi, they are. But they reunite, um But they were in Oh no no no, because in uh Because Leia he, cause hugs Ray and, and that's when they see Poe and Finn. Yeah, and they think he's dead throughout most of Force Awakens. Yeah. <clears throat> but oh. there's no there's no point where they're on an adventure together. No. The Han and Luke and Leia were on an adventure together. There's no point that those three were ever on an adventure together. And they are in this movie. Yeah. And they save they save the best for last, yeah. I guess. I'm ready for like alternate Star Wars stuff. Like like Mandalorian. I'm so ready for like non Skywalker related stuff. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be fun. Just just, you know, adventures amongst the Knights wars of and the stars. You know, it, it, even like outside of like the the empire and stuff, like you know, like like Mandalorian's like completely separate. Can we just get a Star Wars sitcom? Yeah, that's what I want. I want a Star Wars it's just sitcom. Chewie and the Wookiees, or no, or it's just R two D two and C three PO have an apartment together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it'll be it'll be like we'll have a show called Jabba in the Hut, and it's just gonna be like Jabba. He he owns he buys a Pizza Hut and shenanigans. Yeah, there you uh, go. And before we get into the spoiler review. Let's. Uh, Joe's gonna talk about a Ryan Johnson joint, Last Jedi. I mean, <laughs> Knives Out. <laughs> Knives Out. Yeah, I went and saw Knives Out. Uh, last weekend. Jeez, I wasn't. That I, th- far I think it was last weekend, man. I don't know. Time is real blurry now. Time is a <laughs> time. Time. Time is a weird thing now. Yeah. Um. But we went. Time's a bitch. Kelly and I went and saw Knives Out. His and- girlfriend. Yeah. In case we didn't... Case we didn't <laughs> if it wasn't clear. <laughs> um, One we of the went, Joe hoes. We, we went to... We, we went to Knives Out, uh, which is a thorough, like, Ryan Johnson. He wrote, directed... Um, so I can blame him for what I don't like in Knives Out. True. J.J. did not. was not executive producer. Wait! J.J. Hold on. J.J. Abrams was the boom man? God damn it! <laughs> you can blame J.J. Abrams if the boom gets in the shot. But it's a really cool, like, um... It, it, it's a nice little twist on a mystery movie. Um, or, or, and, and a bit, like, neo-noir almost. Um, I believe Wade was talking about it a little while ago, and he talked about, like, how Daniel Craig has that southern accent. It is quite kind of a highlight of the movie. Yeah. Because he's I like... Because he's like... He's got almost New Orleans. I mean, I would put it because his name's Benoit. Yeah. So I would think... Yeah. 
but he's in it, and basically it's like a movie that's trying to solve this mystery that in the very beginning nobody thinks is a mystery, and then later on it's no longer a mystery to the audience what happened. <clears throat> yeah. But then, like, they're still trying to figure out on their end, because what they thought happened didn't happen. And then it turns into a mystery at the end. <clears throat> yeah, and it just keeps switching, and it's one of those movies that has, like, so many twists and turns, but it doesn't give you whiplash, which is nice. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I could see that. You know? <laughs> like, when it happens. And, like, I stopped trying to guess how, they, how it was going to end, like, pretty early on. <laughs> so it's not even like, I totally got, caught how it was going to end. It was just, like, I think one of the first, like, main mysteries, I was like, okay, I called it, and then I was like, there's so much other shit going on, there's, like, another hour and a half, I'm not even going to bother. Yeah. (laughs) But it's really fun. Um, You know, everybody's great in the movie. Uh, I did not recognize Don Johnson. Yeah. Um, It is almost impossible. It's because he was wearing socks. And he also had a goatee. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, 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 I like the family dynamic and, and how interesting it was. Um, would you fuck Chris Evans sweaters? <laughs> no. <clears throat> would you at least wear them? Yeah, I, I could wear them. You <laughs> wouldn't wear them and be like, oh, well, fuck this. Sweater. Would you wear them on your, would you wear them on your dick? <laughs> uh, no, no. Okay. But, uh. Yeah, everybody's great in it, and, and it's a and it's a great movie. Like, it it reminds me more of like Brick, but without like kind of this dour tone. Yeah, it's it's like a comedic version where where like there's funny things that happen in Brick, but in like this one, like they actually will make you laugh out loud. <clears throat> yeah, um, I know the one part. Uh, where Benoit Blanc is looking at the house and the dog shows up and yeah. drops the thing. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a movie I think Scott would like. Yeah, Scott would. I think aside from it. the vomit, vomit. Apparently, there's vomit in this. Oh movie. yeah, because because the oh because <clears throat> the the nurse. Okay, so <laughs> here's here's part of the setup. Um, the whole family are a bunch of lion assholes. They're lions. Yes. Rawr. 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 <laughs> this was distributed by MGM. Mm. Rawr. Well, that'll do it. But. Monday night. So they, they're all kind of lying vultures. They kind of want. Wait, now they're vultures? Yeah. What are they, shapeshifters? Animorphs. Fuck. But anyway, they're, they're waiting for this stuff to be over and done with so the inheritance will be divvied up. Okay. Because the patriarch of the family is the one that brought in all the money. He started all the rec- you know all the good businesses that they all have now, and they just want the inheritance. And they're just and really they're kind of already like we're tired of this being investigated. Like we already got over the trauma of what happened. We just want to move on. So in parts of it, like you're you kind of understand how the family feels. They're like. Why do you keep dragging this out? Like, can we just get over with? Like, we just buried him. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, as motivations become unraveled and stuff, you realize they're not great people. And really, the patriarch of the family becomes closest with his nurse at towards the end of his life. 
And Benoit Blanc has a particular interest in this nurse because he he's like old school, like private eye, like movie private eye, where he's like, I want the truth. So so he's like, <clears throat> was he like a brother Seamus? Sure. A dick, man. Yeah, he, he like um <laughs> Like, he has this philosophy, he's like... I had to. He's like, I just follow the facts, and I stay patient, and the truth ends up putting itself at my feet. And so that's what he's trying to do, is trying to figure out what happened, and he's just waiting until the truth reveals itself. But what the nurse... Why he has a special interest in this nurse is, A, she's a he can see that she's a good person. Which is what everybody says about her throughout the movie. They're like, oh, she's just a really good person. That's not the real reason. Uh, She throws up anytime she thinks about lying. So he wants to ask her questions. And and really, he doesn't quite believe the story where he's like, she gets nauseous whenever she thinks about lying. But no, she actually pukes every time she lies (laughs) or thinks about lying. And that's kind of what her special purpose is for him. So he wants her to help him investigate what happened. And so, like, if she comes across a lie, she'll puke and he'll know that it's not true. So she's basically Stan Marsh and lying as Wendy. Yes. <clears throat> oh, that's good. That's a good one. So, yeah, <clears throat> that's where the the vomit... It's not, a, it's not like, a, an obsessive amount. I, and just, you don't I'm really not, see vomit. Yeah. I'm just not... I'm just, I'm, I'm just not big on vomit. But, yeah. but, but Joe, what did you say uh, Daniel Craig's character's name is in the movie? It's Benoit Blanc. Oh, God damn it. That would have broken his thing. <clears throat> yeah. Can't wait to get copyright strikes on it. Well, no, we, didn't, we only we didn't play 30 seconds of it, so. I didn't but, know there uh, was an intro to that song. Why? Yeah, there was. That's the forcible entry entry. Uh, the forcible uh, entry entry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's it's a real fun movie, and, and there's a lot of really comedic moments. Uh, Christopher Plummer's uh, character's mother. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nana or whatever. Nana. How old is she? We don't, we, don't we, we really don't know. <laughs> and she's like... <laughs> she's, Nana? Yo, we need a porno version of this movie called Guys Out, and it's just a bunch of dudes fucking and vomiting. Oh, we need, we need a restaurant version of this called Chives Out. Chives Out. <laughs> Wouldn't that be kind of a restaurant thriller? Like, we're out of chives? Like, like Chives ooh, Out? Oh, ooh, God! Ooh, it could be... Uh, we could sell honey. Hives Out. Yeah. But I, I thoroughly... Oh, 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 we, oh. We, we can count to ten with only nine numbers. Five's out. We could run a swimming pool with a diving board. Dives out. I enjoyed the movie. All right. And I think you would like it, too. It's like, um... It, it, it gives... It, it's... Because I can't really... It's not exactly like Clue. Yeah, but it has... It gives me Clue vibes. It gives you a raging Clue. I knew he was going to fucking say that. And and, Joe, and it's Joe. not it's it's not like it's structured like Clue or anything. It's just it just gives you those vibes, and it, and it will make you laugh out loud in a few parts. Did it give you enough of a raging Clue that you shot Clue goo everywhere? Yes. Okay. On that note, I think we should take a break. Yeah. On that awkward note, take a break, and then we're gonna get back with our spoilers. It got real sticky at Arundel Mills, <laughs> but did it get Spoiler. sticky with Mickey? Mickey! 
Yeah, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with our spoiler review. So stick around and I guess listen to some music or some shit. I don't fucking know what we're doing. Hey, do you love comics? Oh, yeah! That's great. Go on over to Brutal Planet Comics. Hot off the presses is Trouble the Rhythm Within Part 1. No way! Yes way! Go to Facebook.com slash BPComics1 or search Brutal Planet Comics and click the Shop Now button. Get in on the action. And we are back. Hope you enjoyed that little little break. Uh, but now it's time for our spoiler-filled, not spoiler-free, spoiler-filled take <clears throat> on Rise of Skywalker. And uh, if you listen to the first part, let me tell you something. Without spoilers, I love this movie. With spoilers, my opinion doesn't change. My opinion is very checkered. <clears throat> like it's checkered? Like there's things I really love. But there's things I'm like, oh, all right, and there's some people, some that are like, what? I'll, I'll, just, I'll just start with the what. Okay. Luke and Leia training, and Luke ha- and Leia, ha- Leia has a lightsaber. I'm like, no, no, Princess Leia does not need to have a lightsaber. She's cool, but she was just Princess Leia. Well, yeah, but also remember, she is Force-sensitive, so who's to say after the shit with Darth Vader, she wasn't like, hey, can you teach me how to do this shit? So in case, you know, I need to defend myself or or but she never uses it, ever. Well, of course she doesn't use it now because she's old. Uh, I-, I thought it was a nice little wrinkle. I It didn't bother uh, me. It's just established that we need two lightsabers at the end. Um, sure, but... Well, that's actually... Honestly, honestly, if, if we're being honest, we didn't need that for Leia. You know why? Because the other lightsaber could have been the green one that he used in Return of the Jedi. I feel so we like, didn't actually uh, need it. I feel like we need that green one. We need the green one because all of a sudden she has the blue lightsaber again, which was destroyed in Last Jedi, which I'm like... What? How do we know that's the same one? Well, there's a lot of because at the end she buries the two lightsabers in Tatooine. No, in on the end of this movie. And in this, but you saying in the last movie the blue one got destroyed? What I'm saying is, how do you know that? That how do you know the one that she buried is that one? Because I don't think she created her own lightsaber. How do you know that? They never said it. Listen to you. And also, she's not a full flesh judge, so she had to go loot to figure out stuff. She probably didn't make her own lightsaber. Well, she does at the end, and they didn't establish that, but here she is with her own lightsaber. She read the secret text. How do you know she didn't read the secret text before and made her own blue one? And then she was all like, you know what? I'm going to make my own with my, of my own identity. Fuck yeah. Which, like, was a, which was a cool lightsaber. I'm just I, 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 cool. I kind of wish it was like, I wish it wasn't at the end. Yeah. I kind of wish she used the gold. Which lightsaber. is why I think they're setting up for another trilogy, but like just with no, no like past character. Um, well, Ray would be technically the past character. And BB-8. Well, she, she's not technically a Skywalker. Enable. Well, we'll get to that. Um, the second thing I was very like, what with was. Holy shit, I kind of forgot what it was. Must not have been that big a deal. The fuck was it? And I'll say this I, I didn't have an issue with the Palpatine twist with her. See, here's. They the, kind of give it away with the Force Lightning. See, here's the. Th- well, well, yeah, but it's supposed to be like. They got to do something. Yeah. Um, that was, I'll, I'll I had it, it spoiled. Here's like, <sighs> I sort of had it spoiled before I saw the movie. However, what was wrong was the spoiler said she was Palpatine's daughter. Yeah. But she's his granddaughter. Yes. 
which I don't like that because now I have to imagine a world where Palpatine fucked. Now that makes me think. They didn't establish was this because luckily they, they they did put one little nugget saying that it was his son that gave that was that it was his the, from the son to the to the granddaughter. So it was the son. Sons don't go through men don't go through menopause. So you could say. He could have had the child in his 50s, but then they showed the fucking father, well, Jakku, but, and he's like 30. Now, but now, how do we know How do we know Jedi don't, like, force fuck? Well, they're, they're, like, how do we know there isn't... How do we know they're well, not, we do like, know Anakin how do we know Skywalker. How do we know? Hold on. How do we know that they're not force-pulling sperm out of their dick and then force-pushing it into a vagina? How do we know that that's not going well, on? Well, we know that Shmi Skywalker got pregnant... Through pretty much immaculate conception, uh, basically saying the many chlorians created in her. So you could say that could be it, but also makes the question: Did he fuck before he Mace Windu made into the monster mash, or was it when he was, or was uh, it a graveyard smash, or was it what, or or, or, or did he do it with like a graveyard smash? Well, see, that's also what I'm saying. Like, does he does he does he even have time to fuck? That's what I'm saying. Like maybe they're just like pulling force pulling sperm out of their dicks, out of their balls, or, and then force pulling. Or here's another idea. Maybe it could be the same thing, but they took his DNA and made a clone. Not clone, but like made a a, uh, test, a test tube baby. Well you find like you could say it's a clone because that's what it was in the original what episode seven through nine was supposed to be in Dark Empire, I believe. Uh, I believe it was a Palpatine clone. Well so yeah, but, you could. But I'm saying end. it could be a clone or a test tube baby, yeah. like Kind of or thing. he create like because he he likes to talk about how creating life and all kinds of fucking dark forbidden arts, so that's why I had no issue with Palpatine. Maybe being he back. was created out of fucking nothing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like because he that's how he tempted Anakin. He was like one Darth Lord knew how to create life. And think about it, he was able to like suck the life out of people. Yeah. So who's to say? I do like. How, like, after the movie was over, there was a guy next to me, and during the trailers, we watched, like, 15 fucking trailers. There was a lot of trailers yeah. when I saw it, too. And he was like, they look stupid. He was, like, when uh, Billy Lord shows up, and he's like, that's Carrie Fisher's daughter, to his girlfriend. I'm like, oh, my God, you're gonna be that person. And he's wearing an Empire Strikes Back shirt, whatever. So, the movie ends, and he's like, that's stupid. All the Emperor did was shoot lightning. That's all he ever did! Well... In the original trilogy, that's all he ever That's all did. he did because he's, he's old. No, also because he said, take when the lightsabers were tall, he's like, take your Jedi weapon. He does, He's beyond lightsaber at this yeah. point. Um, which the prequels ruined because he's a little lightsaber. Um, but, you know, he was always, uh, the Jedi, the lightsaber's always like, kind of like the Jedi used it. And I was like, you know, that's old ways. It's like, in the original trilogy, it's like, it's knights using swords when everyone is using guns. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I saw it, and um, I had no issue with the power. It was the idea of the hero we've been rooting for has strong Sith bloodline. So that's where I was like, oh, this is interesting. You could do so much with this. Cause now she's, uh, her destiny, her bloodline says she's supposed to be a Sith, and that's the idea. And, of- I, and I even like the wrinkle that she kind of knew a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, she knew more than she let on because she didn't want to accept that kind of, that part of her. Mm-hmm. Now, again... Some people are going to say that's a plot hole, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was nice because it, and then Luke comes in and says, and the, the, here's another thing. Oh, that's the second thing I was like, very what thing is when she throws the lightsaber at the, the on Kylo Ren's ship that's on fire and then Force Ghost 
Luke catches it. I'm like, oh no. Like, last I checked, Force Ghosts don't catch anything. Well, they've never really done anything. I know. They I, just stand there. I'm just saying, like, seriously, the Force Ghosts have to this point have only just stood there. We don't know what they can do. I'm just saying, could he just been like, don't throw that, and she turns around, it's Luke. Did we have to have like I thought I was it was kinda like cheesy for me. I but I but I Luke says fine. something is like it's not what's in your blood, it's what's in your heart. Your heart is that's why we that's why we wanted to train you is because your heart was good. And at the end, when that woman's like, Who are you? Because the even in the first Force Awakened trailer, what is the first line that's in the trailer? The first line is Maz whatever her name is. Um the one with the little eyes. Yeah. Um, the one with the little eyes. Uh, she's um She's like, who are you? And she and Ray's like, I'm no one. The whole movie is like she's trying to find a family. She's trying to find her she's identity. She's figuring out who she yeah. is. And if she, she you know if what? She, if she followed her bloodline, she would say Ray Palpatine. But she says Skywalker and because her heart was how Luke and Leia brought her in. And you know what? It's kind of like growing up. Yeah, and you don't know. You grow up. You're growing up. You don't quite know who you are yeah. or what you are. But you go through shit. You you go through experiences. You kind of at some point you even have to step out of what you're used to. When her case was, you know, scavenging parts for money yeah. or for a portion. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, she she steps out. You know, she makes that leap into quote-unquote adulthood. Mm-hmm. She has to face responsibility. She has to face the trials and tribulations of life and the path that she's chosen. She has to, she has to understand, she understands that she has to, she has to, you know, you have to eventually make that decision to branch off and to make your own path, do your thing, but you also have to accept and, the consequences and, that come along with and it. And don't be stuck with uh, how your family has been kind of predetermined. Like, yeah. It's a matter of nature versus nurture, yeah. I guess. But it's like it's also the thing is like you are not your family. You you are who you are. Your family is not who and you're she born uses, into. It's who you. It's who's with you. Who cares about? And she you. chooses the Skywalker. Now her name is Ray Skywalker, and that is the rise of Skywalker. It's not. I heard some people say like I thought Luke was coming back alive. No, you fucking. That's a stupid fan fiction that's idea. A, not only that, but that would be a Sith thing. Yes. That would be a Sith thing. And it's like, I mean, and Luke I, apparently everyone wanted Luke to be the villain in this trilogy. Because, so I think because that's another. he is in Dark Empire. In the Dark Empire story, he becomes the villain and he redeems himself. To which I'm like, okay, we already did that with uh, the first trilogy. Must yeah. we go Luke? But <clears throat> Luke warm, if you yeah. ask me. But, you know, that, that to me is great character building. It's yeah. Rey finds out who she is and she's a Skywalker because... She has the love of Skywalker, and she keeps the name, even though the bloodline is completely done. The, she the, keeps well, that, it alive. No, no. Oh wait, no, no, no. She keeps it alive. Yeah, she keeps the, She's keeping the name alive. Yes, and and I think that's kind of touching, and, and you. It's a good way for finality. You could continue with Ray, but you're done with the Skywalker bloodline, unless, unless. I mean, you could technically say because there's the scene. Well, we'll talk about it later because I feel like we have to build up to it. Um, so I really like the Kylo stuff. Yeah, me too. Adam Driver, I feel like he's the star of this entire franchise. I feel like he is so good of an actor that you really care for Kylo. I'm just glad, he got, scene, his, I'm just glad he got his fucking helmet back. And the scene, and I've heard people, and I'm not going to say the person's name, but they were like, I want it more with the Knights of Ren. And it's like, they're just Gestapo. 
They're yeah. just they're just soldiers that the Nazis had the Gestapo. You know what they are? That's all they are. You know what they are? They're stormtroopers that can hit. Yes. <laughs> they're just another ranking. That's all they are. And they're prom- they're pretty much the Emperor's Royal Guard. You know what I want? I wanted like more of like because I don't don't remember if he died or not, but if not, I wanted like someone to like avenge him. Remember in Force Awakens? Remember the stormtrooper that just like traitor, and then he busts out this fucking <laughs> baton, and they have that big ass fight. Yeah, I wanted some another care. I want <clears throat> another stormtrooper like that who's just a regular ass stormtrooper, but he just stands out from the pack because he's just like more badass. It than makes the other me guys. feel bad that I feel like J.J. Abrams should have just had Last Jedi. He should have yeah. did all three because. There's so many ideas he kind of squeezes into this movie that are really fucking cool that I want more, like, that there's more rogue stormtroopers. Yes. Like, you know, because they have the people that are on the space horses. Uh, what was her name? I don't remember. They don't say her name, really. Uh, but but she's going to have her own series, probably, of Lando Calrissian, which would be awesome. Anyway. It's going to work every time. I do like how they have... These rogue stormtroopers around the. I think yeah, like Finn's not the only yeah, one. I think that's really a great idea. And I mean, because I mean, think about it. Before they, the original stormtroopers were all clones. In the first order, these are actual human beings. So well, you're telling yeah. me that like Finn, Finn can't possibly be. I, I hate to be, do. One. I hate to be like that guy to like try to be realistic about a re- unrealistic thing. But like, yeah, like. Realistically, like he can't be the only one who's rebelled. Yeah. No, <clears throat> granted, maybe a lot of them were killed ahead of time, so maybe it's a case of like they're the lucky ones. Yeah. But in their <clears throat> case, it was an entire fleet yeah. that was like, you know, we don't want to do this. You know, we're our own people. Yeah. You know what <clears throat> I mean? And, so and, they lucked out in that regard. And I, yeah, I like that. I really like Poe's checkered past as a spice runner, which it is makes which me, is star, a Star Wars code for like for like cocaine, I guess. Well, yeah. Like, uh, I really like that, and the fact that he had, uh, I forget her name, but Carrie Russell. I'm about to say, I, I, I heard she, it was Carrie Russell, but I couldn't it's tell. It's Carrie Russell. Uh, she, I forget her Could you never see her face? You see her <coughs> eyes. You see her don't eyes. see her face, but I'm like, I'm, I just don't think Carrie Russell has identifiable eyes. But here's the thing, like, like, I was like, like, at the end when he was like, hey, you wanna, you kinda wanna fuck in the back? And she's like, no. And he's like, oh, okay. Uh, I, I, uh, he wanted a kiss, Wade. <clears throat> this is a kid's movie. He wanted a kiss. He wanted a because kiss. Because as we know, in kids' movies, kiss means sex. I'm just saying, like, like, I want more of that. Yeah. There's so many cool ideas, and I'm like, I wish he had Last Jedi so he could flush it out more. And I'll bet everyone, including including Oscar Isaac, because apparently he wanted this, too. Oh, everyone's fair. probably, yeah. like, so pissed that, like, Finn and, Finn and, uh, and Poe aren't gay. And I'm just like... Do they need to? Does Can they any, just be bros? Does, does, well, no. Does anybody need to be lovers in that group? Like, does Ray need to love Finn or Poe? Do Poe and Finn if, need to love each other? If you think like, about it, the only love in Star Wars from the first trilogy was Han and Leia. Han and Leia, yeah. And in the prequel, you had Anakin and um, Padme, but then you're like, was it really? Th- does love? anyone? Does anyone fuck? Does anyone fuck in Star Wars? You know? Well, clearly, because there was Luke and Leia. Yeah. Um. C three PO and R two D two are obviously a gay couple. Yeah, Dumb. yeah, everyone. Yeah, everybody. Also, C three PO sass. Everything oh. about C three PO in this movie was great. There's there was a point where I if I had a best friend, I'm sure I would know about it. Oh, Babu, he's my oldest friend. Babu Frick. Before we go to C three PO. Oh, Babu, Babu Frick, Babu fucking Frick. Yeah, fucking droid ready. I was like, oh my Babu. god, he was well, the best. literally Diana was so worried when they blew up Kajimi. Uh, it was like. Oh no! Oh no! Babu was on there. 
when they show like the bounty hunter or whatever, uh, Kerry Russell's character, she's in her ship, and Bobby's like, Bah-ah! yeah, he's in there. And I'm like, yes. Um, well, I'll tell you what Caitlin's favorite was. Um, so remember that big, like, slug-looking alien thing that was in the ship and everything? No, the Falcon. With the bug eyes? Yeah. Whatever the fuck that was, Caitlin <sighs> loved it. She just get she gave me that look. You know that look when, like, when, like, when, like, your girl's just like, if that was real, I'd, I'd keep it as a pet. Yeah. That, that was the look. That was Babu for us. But, um, <clears throat> like... There's a moment where Bamboo is like he's gonna have to get the Sith stuff out of C-3-P-O. yeah C three because he's C three PO is forbidden to translate uh, Sith text and then C three PO is like I'm just taking one last look at my friends and I was like oh no yeah because they've got it because in order for him to be able to translate it they can they have the thing but they have to wipe in his memory yeah. to be able to do that yeah and uh, and then that got me like oh no and, and but but then luckily it, they did a thing where like his eyes turned red he's like oh, I'm a Sith they've been talking like a Sith like oh my god yeah He's evil C three PO awesome well and the thing is like because I know some people are probably gonna be like oh it's too it's, and how convenient was it that R two D two had his he memory says back it. Up? He says, yeah they acknowledge it beforehand so but it's, it's not, not like, like but he also says how you can't count R two D 2s memory years. yeah but I'm saying like they they didn't like it wasn't like they they wanted you to be surprised by that oh they my god out, tell if they, they would, basically tell you what's gonna happen if they would end with a C three been like, who are you, R two D two? Who are you? That's so depressing. Well, no, because then we're gonna get, because uh, then we're gonna get C three PO two, the Winter Soldier. There's another time <laughs> I teared up is when they get back to the the home plant, the Rebel base, and this is when Leia dies, right? Yeah. And they tell him, and Chewie just gets on his knees and starts yelling because his that's his friend. All of his friends are dead. Yeah. The only the only one left is Lando. Yeah. By the end of human, this movie, human. Well, well, I mean, of the of the yeah, C three P and R two D two are his friends. Honestly. Yeah, but I don't yeah. think Chewie particularly likes them. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I'll t- I'll tell you I'll tell you what had me going. Was it the was it the Han Solo? No, that was, that was I did like it. I yeah. did like that a lot. Don't get me wrong. No, it's when they're they're trying to leave the planet, but Ray's like, no, nah, no, nah, man, I gotta go do this thing, and you're trying to figure out what it is because she's just staring into nothing, and then it turns out Kylo Ren's. Tie fighters there. It's the th- it's the it's the scene from the trailer yes. where she does the backflip and she destroys she cuts the thing with the lightsaber and everything, and so they kidnap Chewie. Chewie was going to get Ray to bring her back, yeah. but, they, but the the first order kidnaps Chewie and they take him off in the ship, and so Ray uses uh uses is able to use her force powers to try to pull him in. Well, Kylo Ren shows up and he's trying to like. Take it, take it away from her, so they can cancel it out. T- yeah, take, so that they can take him. And so there's this like tug of war going on, which I thought was really cool. But then like Ray gets like so angry because uh, at Kylo Ren for trying to stop, she accidentally shoots the Force lightning and blows the ship up. And dude, you can ask Caitlin. I almost broke her fucking fingers. I was squeezing her hand so hard, <clears throat> my hand, dude, my hand was over my mouth for like a solid two minutes because I'm like. Holy shit, we just killed Chewie. And not only did we kill Chewie, but, like, it just, it came out of nowhere, and there was, like, nothing to it. Like, when Han died, there was build-up. When Leia dies, there's build-up. When Luke died, there was build-up. There was nothing. Chewie just fucking dies. And I'm like, I couldn't believe it. Then, of course, we find out it was the wrong ship. How'd you feel about when Chewie gets uh, the medal at the end? Oh, my God. I put put the fist up. Yeah. I was happy. If I had a drink left, I'd have poured one out for my homie. Oh, my God. He finally, Chewie finally, you know, and you know what? Peter Mayhew always said that 
okay, yeah, Chewie may not have gotten the medal, but he got the last word, and that was enough. Yeah. Now we got both. Oh, you know, fucking... <laughs> how'd you feel about the other, the new droid, Dio? Dio! You're talking about the the, the the little guy who's like, he's like a wheel with a little cone on his yeah. head? I liked him. I thought he was, I liked when he was like, no, thank you. Like when people would try to touch him, no, thank squeaky you. Squeaky wheel, squeaky wheel. No, thank you. Squeaky wheel better. And at the end, when they they win, he's like happy. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> no, I liked him. Oh. I am glad. I am glad when Ray went back to uh, Luke's planet. I forget what it's called. Um, the por- we so we got a couple porgs. And that's established as the planet, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I do like. There's so many cool things. I like. I said I like the Kylo's. And when he sees Leia before she dies, and it makes me think, did she give her life force? To expel the Kylo stuff and basically give Ben Solo, like, the Skywalker life force. But then he gives his life force to to to, to Rey. Does that mean that technically, because Rey now has the life force of a Skywalker, that she's a Skywalker? I don't know about if it That's goes... That's a stupid theory. I don't know if theory. it goes that deep, but I don't know if she necessarily gave her life force to him so much as I think it was kind of like she... She kind of. It's kind of like how Luke, like how he projected himself. Like, not even that. I think it was more like her, just like one last, like you know, it's like, look, I know what you've done. I know, you know, every where you've been, everything, and you know, you're still my son. I so, so I think it was more like a, like. I do think a little bit of what you're saying, but I also think it was kind of like a force, like internal, like, <clears throat> you know, like, I forgive you, yeah. I love you kind of thing, which is One why... final message. Which that combined with Ray healing him after she impales him with the lightsaber, like, that combined with the thing with Han, I think was, like, a thing where I think it opened his eyes. I think that is what opened his eyes and made him realize what's going the on. The touch of a family. And when he tells <clears throat> his dad, like, he's like, I know what I have to do. I just don't know if I if I have the, the, the ability or the strength to do it. And it's like, you just you just see that moment combined with everything else. And, how, and then and where Harrison Ford looked better in this movie than he did in Force Awakens. I yeah, because he didn't have to actually, he didn't have to do any action scenes. Yeah, like, I, that whole fight in, on the on the, the broken Death Star and the, the ocean, the raging ocean. Oh, God, That scene yeah. was awesome. Especially when, like, Ray like, force pushes Finn, because she's like, no, you gotta get I out of here. I also love how, like, it's very cat and mouse, where, like, Kylo's always on her tail, on her ta- on her tail. Yeah. Always a step, always right behind her. Yeah, and the thing <clears> that I like about a lot of the lightsaber battles... Uh, with this, that one in particular, uh, the and the lightsaber battle in the um, that white room where he keeps the Darth Vader yeah. helmet, like, and it turns to whole like when they break the the thing and they see Vader's helmet, it's like, oh, that's where you are. Yeah, but like, I like the way they did it because it wasn't like I think the prequel trilogy kind of ruined lightsabers. Yeah, where like it's got to be these like overly choreographed, you know. Flippy, flip, flip doos <clears throat> technique, whatever. This was just two people with swords, just sword and, fight. And here's the thing about Force Awakens is both of them were terrible at lightsabers. They, Kylo was just swinging erratically, and Ray barely has ever touched one. Yeah. And then they kind of get better on the second one, and now they're masters pretty much because they've had time to – you see, you see Ray and how she's – and, and I like how like when Ray's training – Kylo is sending shit at her. Like she's he's controlling some like that that laser ball that shoots at her. He's kind of controlling it. Yeah. 
So it's kind of like they're training together, which is interesting. Um, and going back to something I said in the spoiler-free version, when I was talking about how they they perfected that whole way they communicate with each other without being in the same place, I liked how they would at use physical objects that were in the way. So like you know, like like when he when he finds out when he swings and hits the Vader helmet and breaks it. Like, stuff like that, I really like, too. Like, I really feel like they knew how to use it. Now, one question I owe, I've i been having about this, now that I've seen them use it like that. Oh, and it really, it really gets better when she puts the lightsaber behind oh, her. Oh, yeah. And he gets it to fight the Knights of yeah. Ren. Oh, my God. Now, <laughs> so good. Now, so if you're watching this in the world of Star Wars, and like, let's say you're hanging out with Kylo Ren, and you see all this, does he just look like a goof, like... Does he look like a goof just, like, swinging at air? Or does it somehow create, like, some kind of, like, image of Ray? You know what I mean? Or is he just, like, does he, like, disappear on that plane, you know? <clears throat> no, well, no, they can't because Ray because Ray clearly is where she is. I don't know about Kylo, but either way. I think it's something just, either like, way, just don't think too much Because that's the only it, thing you know? I'm thinking of. Like, <clears throat> like, are people just like, oh, God, he's on the sauce again? And, and, I, and there's also a lot of stuff that they um, – like they they jumped the shark a little bit, but it's the final movie of like a, a nine movie a series saga, so like fuck it, just pull out the ki- kitchen sink, the final order, fuck it, giant star destroyer, fuck it, you know, yeah. it felt like a it felt like an anime at times, <laughs> <clears throat> like you get great character moments of Poe in the air fighting and stuff like that. You also have um, I don't I believe he was in Empire Strikes Back, but General Pride. I think the, you're right. The evil guy, the old evil old guy, and he's like a like a like an old remnant of the old empire. Yeah. So of course he's also. Oh, oh my God! Say what you're gonna say, and then I got also I gotta fucking General Hux. I, that's what I was gonna say. Oh my God, General Hux was great. Yeah, and he just I, I kind of like how he just got murdered. That was it. They didn't build it up. They thought he's the spy. And then I like how he's like, I I made the joke after because after we watched the movie because after because I like the whole thing that Hawks is up. He's like he's like I don't care if you win. I just want Kylo Ren to lose. Yeah. But then like <clears throat> like he's like shoot me in the arm. If you don't, they're gonna know I'm a, I'm the traitor. And so Finn shoots him in the leg instead. Yeah. And all I can think of I made the joke. I was like, God damn it! If they would have just shot him in the arm, Hawks would still be alive. Um. But there's like. <sighs> Okay, let's talk about the first. Let's talk about the final battle is epic as shit. But like, when they're losing to the star destroyers, yeah, and Poe's like, "We lost, guys." And there's a moment where he's about to fucking cry. He's like, "We're done. We lost." And then Lando does the classic Han Solo in New Hope. We're not done, kid. Yeah. And then all these ships show up, and you're like, "Oh my god, goosebumps!" I'm getting goosebumps right now thinking about it. Um. And then they're fighting on top of a fucking Star Destroyer. Fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, but it all ends up being Palpatine. Palpatine shit was dark as shit. It was spooky. Yeah, oh my god. He, the Coliseum he was, steps. He was freaky in some parts. He also looked a lot... He looked better looking when he was reanimated Husk. In this movie than he did in Return of the Jedi where he looked old as shit. Yeah. 
Also, and people were like, "How's he back?" I'm like, "Dude, he was all about forbidden arts." Well, not only that, he but, was always well, not about only that, it. but if you saw, he was connected to that machine. Yeah, that machine was probably what was keeping him alive. Like yeah. he would be dead if it wasn't for that. But then when he sucks the life force out, he doesn't need it anymore, and which is why he's able he, to get out he, of it. He grows his hand. He grows his fingers back. He gets a red silk shirt. Yeah, now. Yeah, as you do. Yeah, as you do. When you, yeah. I just want to know who those motherfuckers in the stadium were. No, that's that's the thing. Like that's pretty creepy. Everything about it was creepy. The way it was shot. It's almost the like. Lightning. You know what it was like? It was like. It was shot like a horror movie, but not like a modern horror movie. It was shot like an old school horror movie. You know, before. Um, before. Um, before, like, film over. Before overlays were overdone. Yeah. So, like, every horror movie had, like, that blue tint to it or whatever. Yeah. Like, it, sh- it was shot like a horror movie. The and way they, they, they did it. They start shooting the lightning at, like, everyone. Like, he's super powered. He, like, he genuinely creeped me out from time to time. And then. And then fucking Ray gets that lightsaber. She can't handle a lightsaber. <clears throat> like, it's struggling. And people are like, that's stupid. They should grab lightsaber and fight. No. It's the power. And, you know, she didn't have enough power, belief, and stuff. And the Jedis, she finally got the power of the Jedis with her. Like, they had, yeah. like, we believe in you. And I swear to fucking God, I heard Hayden Christensen. People were saying they got cut. No, I swear to God, because I think his voice was a little extra loud. I'm, I'm going to do the research real quick. But but before we go any further, what was it General Pride? General Pride. Uh, you do realize he was the guy in Spice World. Oh, no. Oh, The no. manager. Oh, my God. Yeah, I kind of knew it already. I just wanted to like confirm also, just in case I think, it was a dude who looked I like I believe cuz I, I saw people react. I think that was Wedge. One of them was Freddie Prinze Jr. when they showed up. Um when he sh- when when all like the Lando shows up with all the other rebellion and stuff like that. And yeah. there was a guy that was in a, like an X-wing kind of thing and he had like a, a gray beard. I think that was Wedge. Uh, he they did use Hayden Christensen. That's fucking lame. Thank you. I thought they did. That's still but lame. They, but though. they also used old. Uh, they, they use uh, Guinness's uh, um, Obi Wan voice. They did. Yeah. Because because again, I guess the Force fucking favors the fucking Skywalkers. Because <laughs> like if you're because if you're because if you're not a Skywalker, you you die and your ghost is like um, young. Is young, but that's false because at the end uh, at Tatooine, um, Leia and and Luke are old. Okay, I kind of understand why they use him, why they use a, a, uh, him instead of the other guy, because not only did he die in 1994, but I don't think there's any kind of audio that would fit with that narrative. Also, you know, Hayden Christensen was the one that was you saw him being. Tempted by Palpatine. So so I guess it, it kind of works for her since she's fighting Palpatine. I, and you know what? I have no issue with Palpatine because his influence has always been like the end-all, be-all evil of both tri- both trilogies and this one. Yeah. Right now. Not only that, but he's just the coolest villain yeah. And Ian McDermott is so good as an actor, as the Emperor. He's having so much fun with it. He's a, it let me put it this way. He's a dude that you could tell somewhere in his heart wishes he would he could he could be as evil also as he as the Ray as plays uh, Daisy Ray, Daisy really plays one hell of a corpse <laughs> dude she looked dead as shit I was like oh my god is she really dead and then Kylo revives her and she's like kisses him and you're like fuck yeah wet um I don't like that you said that anyway, just now. And you're like, fuck yeah, they're going to get together one another. And she says, Ben. And, you know, he smiles and then he dies. 
Because that and that was something that and, got and, me. And, and that's also the rise and, of Skywalker. And that's the other reason why, because you were saying the life force thing. The reason why I don't think that was the case was because so when Kylo Ren dies, you know, he does a thing where he disappears into the force. But then Leia disappears. But, but she doesn't do it right away. That's why I'm saying she's her body stays for a while and then dies. That's why I was saying I don't necessarily think she gave his life him the life force. I don't think she was dead. She may not have been... And let me put it this way. If I may quote Princess Pride, she was not all the way dead, which means she was slightly living. Yeah. And then she died. Um, and that, mo- that moment was kind of emotional. Uh, kind the, of emotional. At the end, and, and they're all celebrating, and they're hugging each other, and I'm like, oh, no. This is so good. Like You, you see them, and it, like, they won. It felt like victory. Yeah. I thought we were going to get a celebration like Return of the Jedi with we, all the planets. We kind of did. We kind of did. You see, you see Endor, um, with the Ewoks. They were celebrating. You had uh, what the? There was another planet. They didn't show Canto Bite. They didn't show the Casino Planet because everyone hates that planet. Apparently, I liked it, but I well, what? What purpose? What? What? what, what was there a need? I don't know, but they, you know what I mean. They, like, they show places celebrating, and when they were celebrating at the Rebel base, I'm thinking, "Oh, is she gonna see like all the Force Ghosts of the entire family, like <laughs> Han, Leia, with Kylo?" Oh, if I saw Hayden Christensen there, I'd have been pissed. <clears throat> um, but then she ends up going to Tatooine, which is very fitting. She sees where Luke grew up, and she buries the two lightsabers there. And, you know, the woman's like, who are you? And stuff. And she shows that gold-ass lightsaber. Oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, who are you? And then, you know, I'm Ray Skywalker. And then it, sh- it shows her walking away with BB-8 with the two setting suns. And that's the end. I'm like, that's the way to do perfect. it. Perfect. Perfect. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's great character moments in this movie that I feel like, yeah, sure. Is it sloppy filmmaking? Yeah, sure. Why not? They're kids' movies. But I'm not trying to, I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying kids' movies have to, are, are always shit, but what I'm saying is, is like, there's things you worry about in a kids' movie that you don't necessarily worry about in in these kinds of movies, like in, in like a regular movie, and it's not like it, it was done poorly yeah. at all, <clears throat> No, but it's just like, you're worried about things that kids don't give a shit about. What's it now? Kids in the theater look like they're having fun. That's what matters. I had fun, and I'm, and I'm, in a, and I'm 30 years old. And here's the thing. Like I said, yeah, sure, I, I understand they say there's, it's a little messy storytelling. Yeah, I understand that, but you know what? It was still fun. They had great character moments. The action was great. Well, and you the other thing is you have a lot of different stories to tell in one movie, and when you have to split a lot of characters up to be able to tell those stories, you know, you, you do what you got to do. Well, here, like I was saying earlier in the episode, not every movie has to be a masterpiece and not every movie has to be the worst movie of all time. Like, if I had to give this out of five, I'd give it three and a half. It was fun and great. It was good. It was very fun and good. You know, I had fun with it. It was a great, fitting way to end it. Return of the Jedi is not fucking Empire Strikes Back either. I like Return of the Jedi. I do, though. too. I do, too. But you're saying, is Return of the Jedi the greatest movie of all time? No. But it's still a very enjoyable movie that you can love. It's not a perfect five-star movie. It's not. I'm just saying, like, Empire Strikes Back is. But I'm just saying, like, it's not. But that's not the point. It doesn't have to be the greatest movie of all time. As long as you have an emotional connection and you feel satisfied watching it, it's a successful movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't... It always goes to... I don't know what people are looking for because, like, look, as long as you enjoyed the movie... 
does it really matter, like, if it's quote-unquote underrated, overrated, you know, it got this award, it lost this award? Like, does it really matter? I mean, sure, in pop culture, it might matter. But at the end of the day, if you're getting enjoyment out of it, you know, good. Get enjoyment out of it. Watch it again. If you didn't enjoy it, don't watch it if anymore. If you're going to bitch about it, just go watch Cats. But here's the thing. No, but here's the thing. <laughs> if you're if, – if you – like I said, if you don't like it – don't watch anymore. It's like I'm sorry if the franchise didn't do the thing that you wanted, but you gotta t- you gotta keep your dick out of the movie. That's one of the problems I have with like the internet age we're in with like fan fiction and fan theories and this like that. We live in a world now where if you don't if it isn't the way you predicted it should be, I think people dilute themselves into thinking it's bad because they didn't predict it. Here's an idea. You know what if, I mean? Do you think you can write a better thing? Just write it. But it's not, it's not just that. It's <laughs> or, just or like a fan video like they did back in the day. But that's what I'm saying. Like It's like the movie – the movie isn't – don't judge the movie based on what your idea of what you thought it was going to be yeah. is. Take what you – what I – this is exactly what I told my cousin's boyfriend last night at the uh, – at a Christmas party we were at. I said – don't listen to any what anyone says. You know, don't listen to any good or bad like thoughts, reviews, whatever. I said, go into it with whatever knowledge you already have of like where we've been with the the previous two movies, and just watch it and make your own conclusion. Don't I said don't put your don't put other people's ideas of what it should or should not have been. Don't even bring your ideas of what to expect or this. I said just go into this with what we've where we've been. And accept what you're given. Go see what see what you got. Go off that and then make. I'm not saying accept what you're given and like it. I'm saying accept what you are given. Take what you're given and just like look at it for what it is, not what it should have been, what you thought it should have been or could have been, whatever. Just accept what you were given. Go off that. Be able to see what was. And then once you can grasp that, then maybe throw in the thing. But don't go into this right away with coulda, woulda, shouldas because you're just setting yourself up for disappointment. Yeah. I went into this expecting a Star Wars movie, pure and simple, you know, and I I personally felt like it delivered. I wouldn't mind seeing it again in the theater. <clears throat> uh, not, just, not just buying it on DVD. I wouldn't be opposed to seeing this in the theater again. I'm actually going to see it in the theater again. So uh, Diana and I are planning on going to Alamo Draft House and seeing it. All right. We were supposed to see it Saturday, but it was just like, you know, it's Christmas time and a lot of our money's going towards it. So we we're like, no, we'll see it again. I, you know, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, good friend of mine. Uh, not a good friend, but a friend. Oh, uh, oh, they're, oh, well, I guess they're not a good friend. Uh, I, I don't hang out with him, but Bob Rose. You know Bob. I do. Bob yeah, Rose. yeah, he's friends. With, he was friends with Clint. He helped out on Sleazeball. Oh, yeah. Bob! I never knew his last name. Yeah, Bob. Yeah, yeah, Bob. Yeah, uh, he, friend of the podcast. His tweet, friend of the podcast. His tweet. Uh, you can follow him at Thunder Grunt Bob. They, they, him, and Jimmy George have a good podcast called uh, Was it uh, Writers Slash Blockbusters? They do like basically talk about screenplay and how how it works really well, whatever stuff like that. Go check out. That's a good podcast. Also, Jimmy George is a gem. Um, anyway, he had. Um, he described the, the new trilogy as, the, or the sequel trilogy. He described it, here's how he describes every movie. Force Awakens equals a tasty cheeseburger with fries, right? All right. Last Jedi, a well-seasoned grilled chicken and roasted veggies. 
Rise of Skywalker. Fifteen orders of Denny's mozzarella sticks poured over a bowling alley pizza and smothered in nacho cheese sauce. But if but you judge before you judge, I eat all three. Um, but mean, that's a good way. They kind of just throw everything. I'm gonna in say, this. who the fuck hates bowling alley pizza? That's what I'm saying. Like they kind of just throw everything in there and say, "Fuck it, here you go. This is it. This is it." Yeah. I mean, as best game of the year, Brent. Can't hold anything back now. Is the sequel trilogy as good as the original trilogy? No, because the original trilogy is in this bottle, uh, this bubble of the time it was in, and the the um. Like, it also has, like, 50 years of, like, fandom behind it. I'm, I'm going to disagree with you on that because... But here's, 50, here's, 50 years from now, the sequel trilogy will be revered as that here, because here, kids grew up with Yeah, this. that was what I was <clears throat> going to say. That's one of the things I always wonder. Are the, Is the original trilogy better or are we in a situation where because we grew up on it, we can't... Uh, we mentally can't allow ourselves to accept the idea that another Star Wars movie could be better. I mean, I've wa- I've rewatched the original trilogy hundreds of times as an adult too, to where I do think that they're as good. Mo- I take out my fa- my old fandom out of the way, and I'd be like, these are really well crafted character movies. Like the relationship between Han Solo and Princess Leia is amazing. How they hate each other, how they hated each other, and end up loving each other. Except the first movie, because. That after the, after the first movie, it's incest. No, what you're saying. Here's what I noticed. I watched A New Hope. Let's go into a totally different tangent. I watched A New Hope on Disney Plus. Is that the original version? No, because they had McClunky. Um, what? When Greedo, when Greedo, before Greedo and Han shoot each other, he says McClunky, and then they shoot each other. McClunky? I don't know why. Also, they added, they changed. Remember Obi-Wan scares away the Tusken Raiders? Oh, they changed the sound. Yeah. And it's awful. Sounds like a frat boy. And it didn't mix it well. This sounds totally ADR. It sounds terrible. But. Well, it's nice to know I, uh, to skip the edit, Disney Plus they version. edit out the kiss between Luke and Leia. It's gone. So I'm like, okay. That's one ch- that, that is one of the only changes I would get behind. I understand. But like, <clears throat> like, but there is a moment in the Millennium Falcon where. Han, when Leia's like, fuck you, Han, you only care about fucking money. You picked the real winner, Luke, and Luke's like, what? Uh, I'm doing this stuff for the money. But Luke and Han are talking about, like, what do you think about her? And he's like, screw her. But I'm not saying I wouldn't get with her. You know, he kind of lays to see that, you know, he kind of is interested, but ah, she's a, she's a bitch or whatever. Yeah. And Luke's like, yeah, better not. <clears throat> Um, yeah, that's the only tweaking that mo- that movie needed. Yeah, but I'm saying like there it's was there was the seeds, and then you got to think that New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. There's years. There's like two years in there, uh, in between, and then you know you have this relationship grow, and then they don't have, have years. They have another year after until Return of the Jedi when she reunites with Han. It's a good relationship, and even Han's like he feels kind of inadequate with Luke, and he's like, "Oh, you love Luke, don't you?" And and she's like, "He's my brother," and he's like, "Oh, oh." Oh, he there's a there's a little bit of like inadequacy and kind of like he feels like he's not as good as a Jedi. You know what I mean? There's like because he can use the Force. There's three movies where they grow. Luke Skywalker grows as a person. The trilogy they grow as people. That's why I think they are that those trilogy movies really hold up because they are they do the characters justice. Prequels don't. Prequels they're all, they're all act. They're all robots. Um. I watched Phantom Medicine recently, and it was bad. I don't think Phantom Medicine is that bad. Dude. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. There's some cringy dialogue. 
in all three of those movies. But like for the most part, if you can set aside Dinos, some of the cringe, I'm just gonna say Diana's favorite line in Phantom Menace is "Yippee!" <clears throat> um, though the kid did say. I'm a person. My name is Anakin, and that's and I'm thinking about that's more of like that was the best take you chose. The, Are I, you the, an angel? The the big uh, the, the the problem problem with Phantom Menace is it's obvious that was a first draft. Yeah. And then there's another thing that the graphics don't age well. The fact that they keep touching up this shit, the CGI is awful in this. Also, I noticed that the Naboo like landscape when they're having the battle, it just looks like the Windows 2000 desktop. <laughs> And I'm just like, oh my god, looks like it. Did they just copy the desktop? Oh my god. But those they don't do they don't do good on the uh, characters, right? Except for maybe Obi Wan's good, I guess. But on Anakin, they kind of rush it. If they would just start Anakin as a teenager and just told the story of like his relationship with Obi Wan, they would have a different movie, I think. You know, I've often said, uh-huh. I've often said, I thought it would have been a really cool thing if like because. I said this to somebody because of the way that they changed how Anakin met Obi-Wan because like, you know, like the way Luke, he tells Luke how he met his father and like he was an old friend and everything like that. And during the attack of the clones, before they meet Padme, they're like, remember, are we on that banta, that banta nest? And then like, it'd been great if we saw that. But here's what I'm saying. Here's, here's where I'm going with this. Here's where I'm going with this. How great would it have been because they told the story differently than what was told to Luke if... We never knew that that was Anakin Skywalker until the end. We didn't know that we were watching the birth of Darth Vader. And then then it happens. And the idea is you plant this idea that he didn't lie to Luke. He just told Luke what he needed. He told some – he kind of – he sort of lied, but it was basically – Keep it vague, but tell him what he needed to know because he wasn't ready to know. Because even Obi Wan tells him like you weren't ready to know this yet. But like he basically <clears throat> creates a, a, a an easier to digest history for his dad until he's ready to know the truth. I'm more I'm more of the issue of like if they would just made Anakin a teenager in the first movie, you would have had it wouldn't have been awkward having Padme falls in love with someone that she knew when he was a child. Yeah, they could have been the same age, you know, and you, could, and you could have saw the relationship between Anakin and Obi Wan really grow, and not have stories of oh, remember we did that banter chase, <laughs> the banter. I like using banter chase. And it was the it was like stuff like that. Like stop telling us, show us. But think about how crazy that shot when Darth Vader rises up. On, on on the fucking table. And then he's and like... And you didn't know... And you didn't realize that was going to be Darth Vader the whole time. And, and then it rises up. You're like, Fuck! That was Darth Vader! And then, what the hell? And then he finds out Padme dies and he's like... Yippee! Uh, and, oh no, and then we just cut out. Instead of him going, no, he just, go, he just, he just makes anger noises, breaks the things, and starts like force choking They everybody. also added... By the way, in Return of the Jedi, I saw it on TBS... They added the no when yeah no when when he throws Palpatine. Uh, Palpatine down the thing yeah that that that's in the Blu-ray the versions. problem I have that's the thing they the, from what I've heard the when they air on television unless it's like El Rey you know one of those fuck yeah we we jerk off to movies channels <laughs> uh, unless it's one of those channels like them or IFC or whatever. Um, they air the most recent release of the movie. Yeah. So, like, if they tweak the movie in any way... because You know, because they want to keep them as high def as possible I think for the... my therapy. biggest issue with the prequels, and we'll get back to, like, this movie. The prequels are... You kind of knew where... It was kind of like how I don't like Solo that much, the, the movie Solo. You know where it's going. You know where it's going. You know Palpatine. It's like... 
You How? know where it's going, but the but the characters don't like. And when I watch Palpatine and and for Phantom Menace, it's pretty fucking obvious that he's going to be evil. And that was another reason why I was saying like, you know, keep Anakin's identity a secret because then there's some stakes there. You know, Qui Gon Jinn's new, so you know there's a chance he could live or die. You, at the very least, Obi Wan is probably the only character, and Yoda. You, you well, yeah, but Yoda didn't. Was it? Aside from a few fights, Yoda wasn't as big a part of those movies as he probably could have been. He was just like Jedi Council. Mace Windu could have been bigger. But he's the only... But Obi-Wan's like the only character that I think people would... Because if you have one character where you're like, okay, well, I definitely know he's going to survive, you're fine. But if you have like more than one, like, you know he's going to survive, you know Anakin's going to survive, you know C-3PO's going to survive, R2-D2's going to survive. Like, you know these people are going to make it. But did we have to... And to to an extent, you know Padme's going to survive because she at least has to make it to Luke and Leia's birth. And her, here's another thing, like, did we need, um, just, I think the pro. oh man, did we need, uh, like, we have to know that Anakin is going to be Darth Vader because he was too old to train. Because that was a big thing. He was like eight, and the Jedi's like, he's too old. Like, what the fuck? He's too old. Yeah, then, I like now if he was a teenager, then he's too old. I like how the, in the prequel trilogy, the Jedi's are like pompous dicks. Yes. It's almost like... Pompous pilot. It's almost here. like, you almost feel kind of bad for the Sith, because Palpatine's just like, I'll take you. You know what I mean? Like, the Sith, are, or the Jedi are like, I don't know, man, I don't think he's good enough for And then, and then Retur- Return of the Sith, like, you know, Revenge. Palpatine, Revenge of the Sith, Palpatine's like, kind of getting off. Like, feel the dark side. And you're like, oh, man. This guy. That's I'm like, there's no... There's, there's a, that's the reason oh why he god. got reanimated. Oh, my because god. Because he loves Oh, it. my God. That's what happened. He got so excited, he shot sperm out, and it and he forced it into a vagina. Dude. We're, he used the force to put it in a vagina. George Lucas knew it from the entire time. George fucking Lucas. You know what? He planned the season THX, too. Oh, shit. And American yeah. Graffiti. Yeah. Go back. Watch it. Watch THX and American Graffiti and um, and more American Graffiti as well. Go back and watch those movies. If you see after, American Graffiti, you see Baby Yoda in the background. I'm just saying, go back and watch these movies after watching all nine Star Wars main like Star Wars movies, like the main ones, and then go back and watch THX and American Graffiti and more American Graffiti, and you realize that's the prequel trilogy. Then, you gotta watch. You gotta watch. You gotta watch American Graffiti. More American graffiti, and then THX is actually the future of American graffiti. Oh. That's that you know. That's that's why he's THX one one three eight. Because if you de- <laughs> if you decode, we are one thirty eight. If you decode, oh my god, if then, you de- then it becomes the, the origin of the misfit. Yes, but I'm saying, but if you decode one one three eight, it translates in computer talk to American graffiti. A lot of people don't. And know also, that. Star Wars says in a galaxy a long time ago. No, yeah. It wasn't so. That means it, that could be still the same like universe of American Graffiti. It's a twist. But anyway, the sequel trilogy, um, they do majority of the characters justice. Mostly Ray and Kylo. I'll say this. I'll say Thin this. To a anyone, I'll, I'll say this. Anyone who grew up with the original trilogy being the only trilogy getting to this point, if any of those people are trying to say that the sequel trilogy sucks compared to the prequel trilogy, here's what I'll say. You can clearly tr- tell that. With all three of these movies, 
they were trying. With the prequel trilogy, they weren't the sitting down. With the exception of Revenge of the Sith, I don't think George Lucas was trying as hard. Like I th- honestly, I think he tr- between the first two. I think he tried more on Phantom Menace than he did Attack of the Clones. I think what happened was he gave it his best shot. He gave it his first shot, but he tried to make it his best shot. I feel like And when everyone shit on it, he's like, well, fuck it. I'll just give him whatever. I feel like he wanted to do Revenge of the Sith, but he's like, oh, I have to make episode one and two. (laughs) And then Revenge of the Sith was like, okay, I got to redeem myself from episode two. Because I'm sorry. I think episode two is the worst Star Wars movie. Um, Though it doesn't have as much Charger Banks. So. Except Except he does say... Uh, Delo Felligates, and you're just like, no. Delo Felligates. <laughs> and, and, and in the end, Jar Jar Banks is the reason why everything's fucked up, because Palpatine basically guilted Jar Jar to make that decision. Anyway. Just like Delo Felligates or whatever? Uh, no, because he was making, <laughs> he was like, I'm going to give you my vote or whatever. Uh, but there's like a lot of cool things about the sequel trilogy. I kind of wish, you know, maybe if J.J. was supposed to direct all three of them, or write all three of them. I think it would have, have a different. I think it would have been in this trilogy's best interest to have J.J. Abrams do all three of but them. But we can't. We don't have a time machine. We can't do that. Yeah, so. and that's nothing against Ryan Johnson because I like Last Jedi. I just think it would have as a trilogy. I think, especially with like the hyper toxic fan base of Star Wars now, I think it would have been in their best interest to keep it as consistent as possible at the very least. Because people, here's the thing: even if someone doesn't like something, they'll at least be willing to credit its consistency. Yeah. So, I overall like this movie a lot. Like, I think I'll rewatch it and like it more. Uh, it, it's interesting, because I loved Last Jedi, and then looking back, I more now like it. I don't, I don't hate it. I still think between... I don't know how to judge the three of them just yet, but of the the previous two of this trilogy, I do think Force Awakens... I have more fun with yes. Force Awakens. Force Awakens is the best of the three, I think deep I think. down, it's more a matter of fun. Like, Last Jedi was a good, a better movie if you're... Like I said, if you're a movie... But, you know, like if you're El Rey, you jerk off the movies, you know? You you look... You, you, you stick your dick in a, in a film reel, you know? Then that's fine, you know? But, like, as far as, like, a good time and, ha- and, and everything, adventure, excitement, which, you know, a Jedi craves not these things, but I am not a Jedi. These Star Wars movies are supposed to be fun space adventures. They're not Star Trek. They're not supposed to be philosophical or, uh, But even know. Star Trek can be fun. Yeah. No, I'm not. T- no, 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 don't get me wrong. They're more about. Oh, Wrath of being, Khan being is, super, and phil- is super fun, but also is philosophical. But it's I'm more sa- of like. But I'm know. saying, but Star Trek is, caters more to the philosophical. But, but the, it does have his Here's the difference George Lucas is not Gene Roddenberry. Yeah. He, he's not that. More um, like Gene Roddenberry. Uh, he's a fucking man. George Lucas grew up on, like I said, Flash, Tho- Flash Thompson. Flash Thompson. Flash <laughs> Gordon and Buck Rogers. Just old space serials. Yeah. That's what these movies are. They're supposed to be kind of like cowboy, samurai kind of fucking movies. It's basically someone who saw what, who grew up on a certain thing and thought, you know what? I'd like to make that. It wasn't like, there wasn't like any artistic bullshit excuse. Remember when we were like, or like, like, you know, he didn't put too deep of a meaning into it. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just a lot of times, and wait, I know you, you know, because you're more of a movie buff than I am. Yes. I'm sure you've seen a lot of movies where you could tell, like, this person really thought they were, they were, like, on the cutting edge. They were, like, getting into some deep shit. They, they really wanted to make you think. But in reality, it was shallow. They weren't really doing anything interesting or new or trying to, like, they weren't, they weren't, as, as I heard someone say, they weren't so much break, trying, breaking the mold. They were more or less filling the mold. 
Yeah. Like, I don't I, know where I heard that, but I really liked that phrase. Um, and again, there's nothing wrong with filling the mold because, I mean, there's a reason well, the mold exists. Let's remember this. 2014. This is before they announced... No, I said 2012. Let's see. When did Force Awakens come out? Force Awakens was announced. Okay, so Disney bought Lucasfilm in 2012, okay? Right. So just think about, take yourself back to 2012, where the last Star Wars movie we had was Revenge of the Sith. Yes. And the prequel trilogy. And it was okay at best. Yeah. So that's what we have. Then they announce new Star Wars movies. We're here. We have new Star Wars movies. Do they have to do all these a movie every year? No. Solo looking at you. But majority of them have been enjoyable. Are they fucking Citizen Kane? No. If you're going into this thinking this is going to be Empire Strikes Back, no. Citizen Kane's boring as fuck. I know. I I, I'm just saying. No, I know what you mean. No, I know what you mean. You're talking, about, expecting, you're talking about the film fuckers. People are trying to think. Oh, it's going to be as good as the original trilogy. Nothing will ever be as good as that trilogy because it's been in, the, in this bubble for 50 years. Fandoms, you have different generations going yeah. to those films. Like before I saw, uh, Phantom Mask came out when I was nine. So I had the VHS uh, copies of before the special edition. You know, is, is it just me or is it weird to think that Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace were both at a time where they could be released on VHS. Yeah. I Yeah, I found out. I didn't know this, but apparently Attack of the Clones was released on VHS. Yeah. And I was just saying, like, I had the original, like, I had, like, you know, one tape had Darth Vader, one had tape had Yoda, one tape had Stormtrooper. Yeah. Like, the original, like, VHS set before yeah. special edition, but I did get the special edition. Oh, I got it. I also had this fucking Star Wars magazine. Remember that? Not only that, but you also got the DVDs when they came out, too. Yes. Which was an updated version <clears throat> of the special and I edition. got all them. So I did watch the original trilogy. And you got the Blu-rays. Yeah. I you have bought every... Ver- you own- You have owned, at some point in your life, every re-release of Star Wars. Yeah. So Of this trilogy. So I've watched... Before Fan Mask came out, I did watch, like when I was like seven or whatever, I did watch all the Star Wars movies, and I appreciate them as a kid. I feel like because we watched those original trilogies, we're going to hold them at a higher pedestal than we will these movies. As I said, we, we can't. Remember people when, can't allow themselves to even consider a movie, as, a Star Wars movie, as good as. Empire but if Strikes you think, it, but if you think about it, remember when the prequels came out, everyone fucking hated them, right? Yeah. But now you know, it's after these movies, there's a there's a there's a new appreciation for these movies. They're not that bad. But Empire Strikes Back is still on the pedestal. No, I'm, I'm saying, and I'm not saying it doesn't deserve it. Uh, I'm just saying. I just think we're. I do. I just think it's one of those things where we're in a point where, because of the way fandoms are and the way fan bases are and everything, we can't allow ourselves to even to even suggest. We we're allowed to hope, but we're not. Allowed, but once we get it, we're not allowed to suggest. Hey, this could be as good. We're not, not allowed, better we, than we Empire want Strikes the old back. hope. We don't want the new hope. New hope. I feel like from the makers of new hope. I'm just gonna say it. When Star Wars makes a new trilogy, because they will, whatever it's going to be. I hope so. When they make a new trilogy, everyone's going to be like, oh, the sequel trilogy wasn't that bad. That's how it's going to be. Because now people are like, well, the prequels weren't that bad. I hope I hope we get a new trilogy, or I hope we get, like, a sp- maybe not con- directly connected to this, but, like, a spinoff trilogy or, like, spinoff movies. I want more. I don't necessarily need more, like, backstory on, like, Han or Luke or Leia or anything like that. Because, really... What is there to know about Luke? It's like know? Solo. Did we need to know his uh, his backstory? We knew it. They said it. 
Yeah, he did the castle run in yeah. 12 parsecs, and he... And that's won- basically the whole point of Solo. And he won the Lando Calrissi... He won the, the fucking Millennium Falcon from Lando. Yeah. The end, we know it. Yeah, it's like, it's like we know we, we told you it happened, but now you get to look at it. But they added, oh, Darth Maul with his robot legs, and they had Amelia Clark as a love interest, and you're like, what? And the worst Star Wars villain ever... I'm sorry. Solo has the... It's the guy in the fucking suit with little, like, just black lipstick on his face. Uh, I don't remember what his name was because he was that forgettable. Dude, I don't remember that. I mean, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I don't remember that. Also, I want to point out before we close out that I thought the Leia CGI looked good. It looked... Well, I, I got into a discussion with... Compared to, compared to Grand Moff Tarkin, it looked good. Here's what... Well, no. Ta- Tarkin looked good until, like, he started Talks. moving and talking. And Leia looked but scary, it's still, too. But I, I would say it was accurate. I, the Tarkin one was accurate. It had the benefit of being in a dark environment. Yeah. The Leia... Did not benefit from that. That was the thing that worked with this one. Young Luke and young Leia worked because... They had helmets on. Because, it. because But also, it was in a dark... Yeah. It was in a dark thing. Um, it it was uh, Dryden Voss or... Dry, yeah, Dryden or Dryden Voss. I mean, it sounds like a Star Wars character name. Yeah, but like... Let me see if I can find it. I don't know who find it is. Pick, let me find it. He, he was played by the guy who played the Vision in uh, Avengers. Paul Bettany. Sure. Bethany. Paul Bethany? Sure. Oh, he was in that movie. I forgot he was in that movie. I didn't know he was that character, though. That blows my mind. I thought he was a different character. Oh, no, it wasn't even black lipstick. He just looks like they drew on him with, with oh, lipstick. Oh, oh, He was a terrible yeah, villain. They, they were literally he just... just had, he has stretch marks on his face. Yeah, they're literally just, hey, let's just put a guy in a suit. We'll give him stretch marks. Ooh, scary. I thought he had like, had, like, tribal makeup. So I was like, who the fuck are you talking about? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it was fucking stupid. I hate... Okay, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I hated Solo, A Star Wars Story. I don't even just did think it was okay. Did you We did, and I said, it was, I said it was just okay. I'm taking that back. I hate it. I never want to watch it again. It shouldn't have existed. It, 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 it wasn't... Har- it was harmless, but it just shouldn't have existed. So out of this trilogy, I think I would go... Force Awakens... Rise of Skywalker and Last Jedi. Not saying I hate any of those movies, but I think if I had to rank those three, I'd probably that time. I'm as of now, I'm in line to agree with you. My thing is, is I need to see because I saw Force Awakens at least three times in the theater. I need to see this one at least one or two more times I before I can decide between those. two. That's what I say. As the, at, this, at this point, it's that. But. That's not far off. Like it's very, I, it's very hard to rank like between said, those. I two. like Last Jedi. I don't think because it's like that's why I I don't like to say it's my the worst. I would say it's my least favorite of the three. It's yeah. my least liked, but yeah. it doesn't mean it's not liked. Um, I just think I th- I just think Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker wanted to be Star Wars movies. I think Last Jedi wanted to be a movie that just happened to be Star Wars. Yes. If that makes sense. Like I said, like, basically, like, they wanted to make a Star Wars movie for the film fuckers. The film fuckers. Yeah, like I said, the dudes who gotta stick their dick in a... What's the the millimeter that Quentin Tarantino required that Hateful Eight be in? 16 millimeter? Yeah, he... Yeah, they're people who stick their dicks in 16 millimeter things, or, like, the late... Or, and for the people with vaginas, the ladies, they, they take the lens off of the camera that they filmed it with, and they start, like... Oh my God. You know, going to town with it. You know, film fuckers. He shot on... 
What did he shoot on? I'm trying to find out. I think, it's se- I, know, I think it's 70 millimeter. 70 millimeter, yeah. They stick their dick in a 70 millimeter film uh, reel. 16, only 60 millimeters. So it's a very bad quality. No, you know what? They, the women, they take the film itself and they just ball it up oh inside. Oh, my God. Okay. Like anal beads. This is for kids. I thought this whole thing. You can't say fuck it. It's kissing. This is the spoiler version. Yeah, this is the After Dark spoiler version. Yeah, this is Star Wars After Dark side. Oh, hello. Oh, come on. That was a good one. Here's Star Wars the, After Dark Side? Here's the real spoiler. At the end of the movie, Rise of Skywalker, they all got naked and had an orgy. No, that's that's the, the that's the novelization. That, that, is, that is the rise of Skywalker. More like the ride of Skywalker. hey So, uh, overall, uh, safe to say, it's Mink and Dish approved. We yes. liked Rise of Skywalker, so if you haven't seen it... Don't, don't, it's the fucking, not just Star Wars, but fucking, they're gonna do it for, they did it for Game of Thrones or whatever. Well, Game of Thrones last season fucked up. I'm fine with I, that. I, I like, I know, I never season. watched the show, but like, with a lot of the goofs and shit that they did, no, they fucked up that I'm, last I'm season. I'm fine with the last season. I, I like when they go around to Daenerys, because she was always the villain, guys. She's a Targaryen. Anyway, the point is, is just watch it. Don't be like, oh, GameSpot gave it 4 out of 10. GameSpot's a picky fucking site. So is IGN. Don't fucking, don't base. See, here's the thing. See it, then see what other people are saying. Because whether you like it or not, whether you mean to or not, you're going to apply that to Apparently kids now, they don't watch movies. They watch the YouTube reviews of them. That's how they judge movies. I don't think that's true. I don't. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. I don't say that it's not done, but like people our age do that. I'm just saying. You like, know what I mean? Don't. Judge I, I found me. myself guilty. It, I mean, it happens. But like, like for instance, I saw the trailer for Cats, and I was like, "This looks garbage." I didn't need to see I, the trailer I'm for Cats. I'm not gonna to say that. that people who are big fans of Cats are gonna hate it. Apparently, but, they do. I'm not saying that, but if someone that watched the musical Cats says, "I loved it," good on you. I personally think it's garbage. But, that said, now I know we brag on Batman v Superman, but you know what? There's a whole amount of people that think it's a masterpiece. Good on you, man. I wish I could see it that way. But, um, just also, just for just for watch time, the movie. For timing, as of this recording, um, Cats is at a 63% audience score with thir- 391 verified ratings, uh, and at a 19% critic score with... A total count of 178 uh, verified critic reviews. Okay. So it's clear. It's safe to say critics hated it. Audiences thought it's all right. Uh, let's see. Star. Oh God. Oh yeah. Star Wars. Star Wars did not get good critical reviews. Star Wars. Here's the critical reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. 57 percent critics. 86. Uh, 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 off of off of 346. You got to specify that because percentages don't mean shit unless you – because think about it. If one person reviews it, it gives it a good review, that's 100% good reviews. And then audience score is 86% with 29,000. That means the audience liked it more than the critics. So don't do what making this Oh, my God. It jumped up 10,000 reviews because I pulled it up myself. It jumped up 10,000 reviews in like a couple seconds. Don't do what making this does. Don't listen to the critics. We don't listen to the critics. Because in the end, 
fucking Siskel and Ebert's gonna give it a one star because it's not Citizen fucking Kane or Lawrence of Arabia. Arabia. Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> uh, it's not gonna be Casablanca. Casablanca sucks. I'm just kidding. I've never seen Casablanca. <laughs> I've never seen it either. But you know, I'm surprised Casablanca hasn't been remade. That's a movie that could use a modern update. No, no, do it. no. That's a movie that I think could use a modern update. Did you know Dr. Doodle had like a top hat outfit? Yeah. I didn't know that. Did you also know he used to be white? Which is why it's not racist that Robert Downey thought, Jr. is in the new one? I thought he was always like a modern doctor. I didn't know he was like a magical guy. Oh, well, he talks to animals. I didn't know that. But yeah, no. Like, granted, I haven't heard too many people complaining about it, but I do know there, there's always going to be that little that little small group of, well, that's racist that replaced Eddie Murphy with a like white guy. And I feel like a lot of like, people that are shit-talking movies only read the reviews that critics give or that fucking, uh, fucking uh, Chris Stuckman gives or whatever. Fucking, well, Chris Stuckman, he's a little bit more, he's better than that. He's also not a professional critic. He's a YouTube reviewer. Is um, there really a such thing as a professional critic? Well, like, our, our Can friend, you really be a professional critic? Our friend critic? Johnny was like um, a friend of the podcast. Uh, friend of the pod, sorry. No, you um, can say pod. No, I, like, I prefer friend of the podcast. Um, he friend, said, of the, friend of the pod is too close to somebody else. We don't get political on this, but this is about how Trump got impeached. And he said, uh, you know, everyone on Facebook sat down there a bunch of political experts. And I'm like, what's the standard of a political expert? Like, because when the political experts that are in office are dumb as shit, what's did, the standard? Well, see, my my thing is like... So what's the standard I'm not, of a real movie record? I'm not a political expert. I just know how the somewhat how the impeachment process works because I paid attention in, in U.S. Saying, government class. In the review, in this episode's little notes, it says, We talk and discuss... Rise of Skywalker. We don't give it a professional review. It's not being reviewed. It's not being dissected. It's not well, being it, examined. It is it's being not, dissected. But you understand. But, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. it's not. This isn't, like, seriously. Like, I think some people need to, like. I mean, I get it. You're passionate and you love movies and shit. And, and, that, and this goes to other and things, too. Saying, you're but, like. someone that watches Criterion movies and basically watches shit to, like. I've watched, like, 150 movies this year. But, but what you I'm know. saying. But the main point I'm trying to say is, like. Don't take it too seriously, you know. Like as a like, I'm a big wrestling fan. That's no, should be no shock to any listeners what? of the show. But like, I see how like deep people get in their hatred for certain things. You know, hey, a lot of it you. being the cult, the quote unquote cult of Cornette. Which you know, I'm I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm a Jim Cornette guy, but I like Jim Cornette for for the most part. I see where he's coming from with some things. Some even, things it, I don't agree even with. Even though his shows are now repetitive, they're just. Here's here's it basically a, a, a Jim Cornette experience uh, bingo card is does he say outlaw mud show does he say uh, Kenny Olivier well, it's, th- it's repetitive well the thing what? is is like well no apparently the only reason he even reviews the Wednesday shows is because they want him to the, the but he's he, he even said on his last episode of the year that uh, coming next year he's gonna probably do uh, Raw v- versus SmackDown reviews rather than AEW versus NXT now, that's even more interesting because they're always garbage. Well, not only that, but he's even said, like, you know, they're on a similar level, you know, as far as, like, you know, they're not necessarily, because they're not actually in competition with each other, it's you can get fun. a better, you get a better, a better shake on, like, who's, who's actually being more creative rather than who's being forced to be creative. But speaking of force, may the force be with you all. Thank you all for tuning in for this episode. Uh, this- uh, 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 Wade. You forget, not everyone believes in the Force. Also, made the Schwartz be with you. Where's the new Spaceballs movie? It's coming. It's coming. The search for more money. It's coming. Um, 
Although, although, uh, although I think Mel Brooks is 93, so he needs to get on that before yeah. he fucking dies. <laughs> yeah. He'll never die. I hope not. He's a treasure. He's 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 one of the best filmmakers. Ever. No, here's best the thing. Comedic. Here's the thing. Can you I, before we go go out? I just want to say, am I the only one that gets the vibe with Mel Brooks? Mel Brooks just feels like that dude. It's like you don't know him, but you know him. Yeah. Like he 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 comes off like you can meet him on the streets, and all of a sudden it's like you've known him for years. Yes. Because in a way you have. Like he's just such a. I love him in interviews. You know, great guy. Yeah. But um, yeah. So may the force, may the Schwartz, uh, be with you. And before we close out, this is not the last episode of the year. Next year uh, was the last episode for you, actually. Right. For this year, because next, because the next episode is going to be uh, the top ten movies of 2019 that we did last year with Diana and I, me and her, and I do not watch enough new movies to yes. be able to to do this. And quite frankly, it would just be a lot. Let me to just have say this. Remember. My list, there's like 10 runner-ups. <laughs> I'm still changing my list around. But um, next week is going to be, it's actually going to be on the 31st. This episode airs a little before, the normal day is still on Tuesday, but this airs a little before that. Yeah. Because we want to be topical. Uh, but next week we're going to do uh, the, la- the the top 10 of 2019 for Diana from Jowl the Mouth Club and myself. And then the week after that, Scott and Joe will be back. Um, and then this week we have... Um, Criterion Connection, our Christmas episode. Yeah. Uh, which is on YouTube.com slash Mickinish Productions. Which they did not review a Christmas movie. There's not many. I think you can make an exception. There, there's, think- there's Fanny and Alexander, but that movie's like three hours long, and it's by Fassbender, who's very depressing. What? what? Hey, <coughs> hey, if you're a real movie person who likes real movies and none of this pussy-ass pussy shit, you can watch a three-hour movie without I'm not on the L Ray Network. I am not on TCM. I'm just, I'm just. I am not Ben Bankowitz. Are you trying to say you're not a film fucker? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a film buffer. I was about to say, Wade, you're on the verge of being a film fucker sometimes. Uh, sometimes. I ain't going to lie to you. Sometimes. Uh, but he doesn't, I, he doesn't uh, stick his dick in the film roll. He just rubs it all over the film. Anyway, uh, so that's going to happen. And there will be two B-movie dens at some point soon. Uh, we're working on it. We lost... We had a November episode and we lost all the footage of it um, because YouTube decided not to upload it. Um, yeah. So yeah. that's what happens. And uh, also coming on YouTube uh, January 3rd is Scott and I's new show. Scared, scared the shit out of me just it's then. It's called WCR, Watching Crappy Wrestling. Uh, yes. So first episode will be January 3rd. On the Mink Dish YouTube, Mink Dish Productions, so youtube.com slash Mink Productions. And if you have any other suggestions, what's your thoughts on the Rise of Skywalker or anything else that we do, yes. follow oh, us on Twitter. And with the new and with the new wrestling, wrestling series, uh, if you want to recommend some crappy wrestling for us to watch. Yes. Um, so, We're going to be busy for a year. Yes. So the <laughs> inaugural year will be dedicated to the 20th anniversary of 2000's WCW Monday Nitro. Uh, strictly Nitro, because if we had to watch Thunder, we'd fucking kill ourselves. Although, the couple episodes of Thunder I have caught, honestly, Thunder was a much more competent show than Nitro at the time. But that's not as fun. Of course it's not as fun. I'm Uh, just saying. A little little disclaimer that January 3rd's episode, we will be, it's a watch-along. Yes, we, so it was intended to be a watch-along format, but with 
but ever since the WWE, when they switched, like who was respond, who was making the network? Because remember, they were with one yes. company, <clears throat> contract ran out, or they didn't renew or something, so they went with another person. There've been kind of issues with yes. it. <clears throat> it was just, uh, just stop with like with like low low times, pausing things like that of, of that nature. So we thought, you know what, we're gonna keep it simple. Uh, so the first episode will be watch along format. The rest will be and in pa- past tense mm-hmm. review form. However, w- if they can get their shit together, we might do some watch alongs down the road. The, the, the thing that, the, why I point out is on the episode you hear the background of the WWE Network. You hear it. So if you're not a big fan of that, apologize. Uh, just watch the first episode, and then the second, the next few yeah. episodes will not be like that. Or watch anyway. it, or watch it, or or watch it, watch along, or actually do the watch along. Mute your TV and let our audio be your audio. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. And also, if you have any other thoughts, YouTube.com. I'm sorry, Twitter is Minkadish. Yeah, sorry, Minkadish MCP. I'm, it's been two hours. I'm tired of talking. MCP. Uh, Mickadish Productions on Instagram and right. Facebook is Mickadish Productions. But to close it out, Scott's got a, another big plug because we have a show this Saturday. Right. right. So uh, as Wade announced, we have uh, our band Meteor King has a show coming up. Uh, it's going to be on Saturday, uh, December 20th, so this coming Saturday. So, you know, you want to come out. Doors open at 8. Uh, it's $10 if you're over 21, $12 if you're under um, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be us. Uh, Savage Remains is not only are they back from from the dead, but they're back in Baltimore for the first time in I believe two years. Mm-hmm. Um, great guys. We played with them at our first Halloween show at the Sidebar mm-hmm. in 2017, and we're playing our first Christmas show at the Sidebar with them. Yes, so so that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, joining us is going to be our friends Kings of the Wild Things and Eternal Carnage. <clears throat> so it's going to be a great time. If you're going to be in the Baltimore area, please stop by the Sidebar. We'll be happy to see you. Have some, you know, enjoy some good music. And have some drinks. You know, support some bands. Get some merch and, while you're and, at and it. And that's speaking to. of merch, we will be uh, maybe having a sale, year-end sale, make a di- uh, make a dish, Meteor King, uh, because, you know, it's the end of the year and we're going to get more merch soon. And in, so. order, and in order to take advantage of said sale that may or may not be happening, you're going to go to meteorking.bandcamp.com. Yes. Uh, you can find links to all of our social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Reverb Nation. Um, you can digitally purchase our music. So if you just want the files, you can purchase them from there. You can also purchase physical CD copies of our of our music. You can get Della Morte. Uh, you can get Lords of the Comet. You can get Solemn We Rain. Uh, we got some T-shirts on there. We're running really low. Uh, we just sold out completely of the green Meteor King logo. We're we're we have e we have at least two of each size on the white logo. So if you want a white logo shirt. Uh, definitely get that order in. Um, if you get it in before the twenty before the twenty eighth, though, you know we'll definitely hold it for you. Uh, we have uh, we only have small and extra large of the Lords of the Common T shirt, and we only have one extra large. We have five smalls, one extra large. So if you're extra large and you want it, first come first serve, baby. We also got pins, we got patches, and you know we'll and you know we'll keep you abreast of any like new merchandise that might come your way, any new material, anything like that. You can hear about it here, but if you want to hear it before you hear it here, you want to follow us on all matter of social media. As I said, we're on the Facebook, we're on the Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, Reverb Nation, YouTube. We're everywhere, and even if and if you go on the YouTube, you can actually see some live footage of us too. Yeah. 
as well as a music video that we did featuring my daddy, Mr. Avalon. Yeah, don't go calling me Mr. Avalon. Mr. Avalon is my daddy. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, so I think that's going to wrap it up for, for this, uh, for this episode, our, our, our life day special. Man, if there's not a Star Wars movie next year, I'm going to be a little disappointed. What are we going to do for Christmas? Exactly. Life day. Cats 2. Fuck. Cat ear. Cat ear. <laughs> All right, that's, that's going to do it. So, uh, Christmas is coming up, so happy holidays, happy life day, like you were saying. Yeah, happy life day, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy Boxing Day, happy, if they're, if, happy I don't know, I think Ramadan's going on, whatever Ramadan. holiday you're celebrating, happy slash merry, whatever holiday you're doing. So, we will see you again. Oh, I won't see you again next time, because that'll be... You'll see him next year. That'll be Wade and his ladies uh, thing, but I will see you next year in 2020. I'll... Well, we have 2020 vision. Who's to say? But uh, thank you for another great year of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you for another great year of your support mm-hmm. and your and your your input, whether it be positive, negative, constructive, not constructive. We thank you for all you guys have done for Men Condition Productions, uh, past, present, and going forward into the future. A lot of big so- things next year. So I will I will see you guys in 2020, but you're going to see him next week. So until then, I am Scott the Bot Savage with... I'm Suede Wade. And who will return from his, uh, ex- his immediate expedition to Kenya, Joe, reminding you to keep it clean. Keep it sweet. But most importantly, for the rest of this year and into 2020, you've got to keep it mint condition. Sorry. Sorry.